advise you to get off the streets as quickly as possible. It'll soon be a war up there. And we are, as a people, opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths. I know for a fact. And to secret proceedings. Weapons of mass destruction. I have a dream. I take the threat very seriously. A new world order. Your government thanks you for your participation. You are now listening to the world-famous Sofa King Podcast. Please, read from sheets. I am... I am... Sofa King. Sofa King. Now repeat all very fast, please. I am... Sofa King. Faster. I am Sofa King. Not so fast. Lose its meaning. I am Sofa King. You say funny things. I always want to whistle right there. I don't know why. Yeah. Like some habit of a million episodes. I can't really whistle that whistle a lot. melody though. Mm. My son was whistling a ton this weekend. I was like, yeah. you know, that drives some people crazy. Yeah, whistlers freak me out. A little bit. Really? I'm like, oh, I, I whistle. whistle a lot. Just while you work. Whistle while you work. Yeah. Yeah. Just, it's, it's no weird. ice chewing. It's more like whistle while no, it's work. No, it's nowhere near you know ice. But it's more like, why are you so goddamn happy? Yeah, what the fuck are you whistling? No, whistling, like, you can be sad whistle too. Yeah? Yeah. You have to be alone if you whistle when you're sad. I whistle by myself See, all the time. Here's the thing. Like, some people, I'll hear some people whistle, and I'm like, oh, that guy's just in his own head doing his thing, and he's mm-hmm. whistling. Yeah. But sometimes I'll hear someone whistle, and I'm like, you're just putting on a fucking show. Like, yeah. you, Quit showing off. You bro. want someone to comment on yeah. the fact that you're whistling, and I'm not going to bite. Yeah, you're mm. like, did those lips fall from heaven? <laughs> mm. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Tell us about how you were a pro whistler. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. Hmm. It's like you see a guy that, who's like really, really awesome with a yo yo. It's like, do I compliment that guy or is he just yo yoing to get a compliment? Yeah. Why are, you, why are you in the mall yo yoing? Walking around yeah. and shit. He's walking the dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I used to be able to do that kind of. That's hard though. My friend Andy's a really good yo yo. Yeah. He actually, yeah, one, one of his roommates was like a professional like world record like yo-yoer and since he works on sets doing sound it's like reset and then you've got 45 minutes to stand there and do nothing yeah so he just started to Mm yo-yo like so he would yo-yo several hours a day at Mm -hmm. work and his roommate or no my his our friend Mike's roommate was the yo-yo champion, I believe is how it worked. That sounds so but, I feel like part of the trick is having a good yo-yo, though. Yeah, you have yeah, to spend a lot of money on a yo-yo. Yeah. You have yeah. to have a good yo-yo. Yeah. But he was really good. He was amazing at it. Like, he would do shit, and you're like, Jesus Christ, Andy. What the fuck? How did you learn how to do that? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> it's an interesting hobby. Fucking whistlers. That's, yeah, whistlers. the yo-yo is weird. Mm-hmm. Like, that's like not somebody. You don't say that you do that. Yeah, like somebody might see you do that's it. That's something you, you just you walk around yeah. telling people that you're a yeah, fucking yeah. yo-yo master. Yeah. Or you're, you're fucking, yo-yo. I bet yeah. there's a bunch of Instagram accounts that are super crazy yo-yo. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. For sure. Have yeah. you just seen the people that do the pin thing? Like mm-hmm. what they're fucking, that shit's mm-hmm. crazy. Fucking spinning yeah. pins and doing little pin tricks. I see some students of mine will be doing crazy pin tricks. And I'm like, the fuck? Well, they're just better to be like, yeah, the, they're just sitting the, in class. Like you have another skills or abilities, but like, you're like that drummer, the fucking, the guy that plays all the fucking shit with, with one, one hand, hand and shit. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's fucking super good. <laughs> I saw where he's from Switzerland or wherever the fuck he's from. I saw a funny like, video. That's all day. He does. There was a dude like that. And it's like the, when people jump in the remix, the video, like they're going to play with the dude. <laughs> and then he starts with one hand. He's like, bra, 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 to do all this shit. And yeah. then like, the girl gets up 
and like walks off screen and then it shows the trash can just open and she just drops her stick in the trash can. Yeah. It's like, fuck this shit. Yeah. Those little kids will make you feel that way. Oh, Have you yeah. seen that little like, uh, there's like a fucking like, maybe he's three, dude. He might be four. Little black kid fucking kills it on the drums, dude. Like playing with a full uh, band. Like, I don't even think he's on a fucking drum throne. I think he's just like standing. Yeah. It's I think crazy. I've seen, I think I've seen that. Is, yeah. Kids he are, is I mean, everything evolves. That kid you know what I mean? Like, born to be a drummer. Like dude. The, the things that took, uh, you know, people years and years and years and years and 10,000 hours to learn. Now kids are doing that. Or there's know? that baby that's like I feel six like, months old and plays piano. Yeah. That shit's crazy. His little fingers are all like, <laughs> you're like, wait a minute. Is this just like, is it real like random? Yeah. And I'm watching his fingers. I'm like, no, I mean, it's choppy, but it's cause his hands are the size of fucking nothing. Like it's like a baby doll hands. Like yeah. everyone's just like Spend crying about, mini, Oh my hands are piano. big enough to play guitar. He's all like, ding, ding, ding. And then like playing a melody yeah, and then moving crazy. across and all of a sudden he starts moving chord changes. You're like, the fuck there's a fucking 40 year old man inside that baby that's yeah, creepy yeah. he's gonna be like yo i like man. playing piano sometimes <laughs> <laughs> he's got a fucking stogie just off fucking yeah. frame yeah. <laughs> yeah give me some new ports and a shot of bourbon yeah. <laughs> a lot of that's fucking people living vicariously through their kids too though like that's, for sure yeah, that's all they have them do yeah you know? well, maybe you know, like, yeah. come here little buddy play the piano again yeah oh you want to eat after the piano yeah <laughs> okay you want to snack yeah. after yeah. the piano well, they don't know any better. You no, know? I starting know. at young, they don't yeah. know. They're like, oh, this is life. Yeah. This is the planet. Like, I live on, I live on yeah. piano planet. Right. Live in a 10 get, by 10 room. I, I and then they just watch piano yeah. YouTube videos yeah. Yeah. and they, yeah. you know. Big yeah. human gives me sad. goldfish crackers if yeah. I play this right, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's sad. Yeah. That's weird. You could, tra- you could train an assassin. You could do anything with a kid. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You just can. pull them out of normal society and just start training them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're just breaking down guns yeah. and shit. I'm sure no one's doing that. <laughs> but China. <laughs> you seen those videos? Those little kids yeah. breaking down fucking yeah. like 45 desert uh, eagles and shit. Yeah. Kick one of them in the yeah. face. Mm-hmm. Get out of here. Don't See, karate chop you, dude. Sorry, I'll try. Have you seen the video that there's a girl with like no sorry, arms and no food. legs? Yeah. She's got no arms and no legs, and they got music playing. She's like doing the what dance she oh, can do. And they got kicks her or whatever and starts dancing. Yeah. And starts dancing. Yeah. I was like, they must have be friends. <laughs> it's ruthless. That's, yeah, it's great. A great friendship there. Yeah. She's like, kick, it'd be funny if you just kick me out. She screen. rolled off like a fucking Flintstone bowling ball, all uneven and shit. <laughs> or there's that guy that I think you like that guy too. That weird guy that's all fucking skinny and he farts on fucking <clears throat> camera and shit. That skinny dude. I don't know what's wrong with him. But uh, I'll have yeah. to find it. But there's a girl that rolls you into. Should, yeah, I know yeah. exactly what you're talking about. You showed us before. What? The guy that runs up and jumps and farts in the camera? He can't run and jump. No, no I think no. he's like in a wheelchair or something. Yeah. Oh, Ricky, uh, whatever his name is. The fucking, I'm a, I'm a race car fucking that Maybe guy. Maybe that guy, yeah. The Cheetos guy? Yes, the Cheetos yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You saw yeah. the one with like the pretty hot disabled chick like rolls up and says some shit. I'm just going to find a guy that, that likes Cheetos and something. Oh, and, and he has the fucking Cheetos. butt naked oh, yeah. with a giant fucking Cheeto. Yeah, Cheeto boner. That he holds like a bone. He, he lifts it up like a bone. But he's butt ass naked. Yeah. The only thing blocking yeah. his I just junk saw is that. a giant yeah. Cheeto. Yeah, Ricky Berwick. That's oh, his name. Yeah, that Ricky Berwick. That guy's crazy. That guy's yeah. funny. I mean, that's one of those things. Like, those are almost, it's funny. It's, it's sad. It. It's sad. It's funny. But yet, it's also empowering. You know what I mean? Because yeah, like, he's yeah. owning it. He's yeah, he's fucking like, owning fuck it. it. Like, yeah. He's making make lemonade. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's yeah. that's really like, yeah. how you know, like I see that shit. I'm like, man, my life sucks. And I look at that. I'm like, fuck. Like, it could be yeah, worse. You know, like, Jesus worse. Christ, this yeah. is terrible. Maybe he's happy as fuck because he just laughs at himself. I don't it's think he's funny. Ha- I mean, you can't be happy. Maybe. You know what I mean? Like, sure I mean, I'm sure you're making it better. You know what I mean? Like, you're you're better. Because if you go somewhere and people recognize you, they're like, oh, yeah. shit, Ricky Berwick. You know, like, you're going to go, like, he's he has fame on his side. 
but still, when you look at yourself in the mirror, you know, fucking, I, I think like that's tough, you know, for sure. It's tough. It's rough. Yeah. So. He might be happy. Might be no, I mean, I'm not saying, people. I'm not saying he's not, I mean, yeah, I'm just yeah. saying it's still, just yeah, because you're happy doesn't yeah. mean you don't have fucking, you know, Troubles. like, damn, that's, yeah. like you're just, you're stuck in that, you know, he's, he's trying to get an he's, AI he's a body. From, yeah. And he's like a VR avatar. That's what I was yeah. thinking about. Fucking, yeah. Like a remote fleshlight. <laughs> yeah. Some girls get down on him. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure it might happen. Probably. He's got money. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. Girls are ruthless like that too. Those ones would have the gold diggers. They have the fucking nice mm-hmm. car. They talk shit. They oh yeah. See the car. Yeah. There's a bunch of new podcasts that like girls get exposed on there for all kinds of shit. Yeah. They're just ruthless. They're just like, that's not fair. Cause they're like, how many fucking 18 year old guys get invited onto yachts mm-hmm. and fucking wine right. and dine yeah. all weekend in this right. fucking place yeah. and get bought all this shit. Yeah. It's like not. Yeah. It doesn't happen. <laughs> that doesn't happen. So it does go both ways for something. Well, it's like if, if like you, you know, you're, you're on the rocks with your girlfriend, you know, and, and she ends up going to the bar, she can get fucked. Yeah. You, on the other hand, you go to the bar and you're like, right. just trying just have to get anything. Yeah. It's fucking, you know, it's rough for guys out there. Speaking of getting fucked, who's the hot sack winner this week? Oh, yeah. Oh, our hot sack winner this week yeah. um, is David Fossen. Yeah, but fasten your seatbelt, buddy, because yeah. the fucking hot sack's coming in. Well, that's right. Fucking hot. Like he it. posted a pretty legit picture. Like if this, because it's a home picture. Yeah. If he fucking As opposed cooked, to if what? he cooked this shit at home, fucking hats off. He get those pre cooked Tyson chicken strips though. They look about like that, and they're fucking great see. actually. Let me see. No, they're not that good. No, no, no. The ones that I've been getting. Uh, are good. The, he didn't make those. He didn't see. make those. He didn't make he them did, waffles man. either. He didn't. But you have to no, have. I bet he made all no, that. No, I don't think he did. I don't know. That cup of coffee is so diner, though. But there's a plug on the backsplash. That's clearly definitely like a kitchen. Yeah, it's his no island. No, 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 no. that's home. But let me see one more. That's home. But those are heated up waffles and Tyson chicken strips. And it's a Kirkland uh, maple syrup. But he took a picture. Says about to change Brent's mind on syrup, chicken and jalapeno, chicken and jalapeno cheddar waffles with triple X Teco infused maple syrup. I'd do it. I'd dab it. I mean, pour it all over it. Brent will try anything once. Yeah. Mm Yeah. <laughs> and then he used all he used all the proper hashtags. Yeah. Uh, that's the way to do it. Did it right. No, I think it's that shit a, looks good. I would it's definitely, a good I would meal. definitely try that. Like um I don't mind like dabbing syrup a little bit here and there. I just don't want to pour it all fucking over. It's just too much. I like the way syrup tastes. Um I just don't want it all over my fucking pancakes. I'd be more of like I would get a little triple stack of pancake bite on my fork and I'd like just kind of get the corner in there or something. Mm-hmm. It's good. But like a McGriddle, ugh. But Those if you fucking sandwiches, if Ooh. you cook that shit, fucking hats off. Yeah, no, that's, that's a, good. That's a good looking meal. Yeah, you could open a little restaurant with that shit. <clears throat> yeah, that's something someone would buy. So you will be getting a hot sack brought to you by El Yucateco Hot Sauce. He didn't make it. You don't think so? No. The message. I mean, right by now. making it, by making it is like heating it up. Well, yeah, he like the, put it the together. Kirkland serve was a giveaway. He might have bought some badass frozen chicken strips at yeah, Costco or something. They got sure everything. He, he got the waffles. He got yeah. the whole set. You yeah. know what I mean? They probably have. Is it real maple syrup waffles. though? Is that real maple syrup? Or is it just? Is it? No, I a, think it's real maple syrup. Is it? It's Canadian white labeled. Because I found out I, the maple syrup is not as big as it's not as big of a hit. Yeah, it's the Kirkland like, maple syrup. Like the log cabin. Like that's not even maple syrup. No. It's just syrup. That shit's good. I, to be honest, I'm I like them both completely equally, but differently, I guess. Right? No, if I have if I have something that requires syrup, it's like if there's maple real maple syrup, syrup it's delicious. Yeah, yeah, but I grew up on fake maple yeah. syrup, and it's delicious. I, I feel like I've been conned because I grew up on fake maple syrup. I always thought it was maple syrup. 
Right. And now I'm like, fuck, it's not even like, it's not real. I saw, uh, me and CJ saw life. some shit on the internet the other day and there was a fucking Aunt Jemima syrup. And I was like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? I thought they got rid of that shit. Or no, something. they just got rid of the image. Yeah, image. Oh, so she's still, still the bottle. She is the bottle still? Not, I don't think so. That's no. what I'm saying. We saw that. Uh, we saw the like bottle. an Aunt Jemima bottle. They must be refilling their old bottle or something. Yeah. Like, fuck you guys. Yeah, he said, fuck it. Yeah. I don't know. Like I the, land, they... the old Land of Lakes box is just falling apart. They just keep shoving butter in there. Yeah. <laughs> Aunt Jemima. Yeah, I think maybe no. they just, maybe they're still using the female bottle, but they just got no, rid I of it. No, I think the... that's old. I don't think they use that anymore because it's not. Well, that's they might have just got rid of the black mammy picture no, on the it, bottle. It's just a. Kept the lady. There's no lady. But she bottle. is a black hmm. mammy, though. She is. Yeah. Yeah. Her fucking name is Aunt Jemima. I feel for like I, I feel like that's like, <laughs> like I feel like it's less like I, like they took the cream of wheat homie off. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that was my that was my jam. I'll tell dude. you this right I only now. bought that because I had a black. You know who took box. that yeah. off and took you know that away? Mean? A bunch of fucking white ass warriors. That's I know. I know. <laughs> no black it's people mad stoop- about no. any of that shit. Uh-uh. No. Way it's more white ridiculous. people offended by that kind of shit. Like, if you're going to do anything, you take the white people off the boxes. Take fucking on Quaker most of, Oats On off. most of them, I don't you even know. think there were complaints. I think it was no. just like, we're just going to go ahead and take this yeah, off the box. like the Indian, the Land of Lakes things. Nobody fucking complained about that. No. Yeah. It's been that way for fucking right. ever. And it, now you took the Indian off his land. Yeah, ex- exactly. See, I see what's happening <laughs> Land of Lakes yeah. bottle. That was yeah. a hidden. <laughs> and, and fucking black people can't own anything. That's right. Yeah, take them off the bottles. Take them off the box. Fucking, yeah. they, don't get, they don't get fucking. Yeah. Nope. No, nope. Get back good. in the house. Yeah, just fucking leave yeah, it alone. I know. I'll tell you what people break. keep doing though, and we'll get into it too much. But that Bud Light shit is fucking oh, wrecked. Well, now it's Target. Now that's it. Now Target's yeah. in trouble. Target. Now, North Nine Face billion dollars. North Nine, Face is in trouble. Nine billion dollars this month. Someone else. Oh, uh, someone else lost. did it. They and they tried to pull it back out. It was like fucking <clears throat> Miller or someone. Some other beer thing mm-hmm. did on, did one. Yeah, they're like, fucking. And they tried to like get it back off the internet. Yeah, they're like rough. trying to get right, back there and right. like, pull it off because it was like an old ad and it went got like kind of breezed over and nothing. And then someone discovered like, oh look at these. Yeah, look what they did. And one of the and one of the problem, like the the thing with it is, like, and obviously we don't get political and whatever, and it's not even political anymore. It's more of a trend, and that's what's sad about it. But um, I I feel like everybody's okay with everything now. Like, but nobody, there's no, but people force. Nobody wants to be forced. You know what I mean? We're being force fed stuff, and I feel like that's the that's one of the issues. But I think everybody's just so used to living in their fucking cyber silo. Yeah, true. That once you go to the real world where this store is trying to accommodate everyone, yeah, then well, you're out of your silo when you get offended by the shit that's there. Like no matter what, it's like I, I you could be I a super liberal and go that. to Target and see a fucking red, white, and blue with a gun on it, and you're going to be all pissed off and boycott Target. Eh, and I guess someone yeah. else is going to yeah. Go once in you get out of your bubble, and see a fucking think, yeah. rainbow flag, so and they're going to get pissed. It's yeah. like I it's think, because it was targeted children, though. Yeah, oh, that's so crazy. There's a lot if of if it was just shit. if it was a red, white, and blue flag and a gun on a t-shirt for a dude that wants to buy that shit because that's the way he rolls. That's right. Fine, you're an adult, you can make it. But when it was targeted children, I think is where people were people are getting pissed off. Well, but the same red, white, and blue with a fucking gun shit on it is targeted at children and nobody's fucking yeah but it wasn't like, a bunch of, there wasn't a whole section of gun shirts for babies it was yeah. like onesies infants, for toddlers yeah. that, that I don't like know. had a bunch of shit. i see why people and are I think it's not also. even that so much it ha- and i don't know enough about it like well, like i said we shouldn't get into this too much but i uh, allegedly apparently like the company behind the brand is some crazy fucking satan thing or something that like some satan worship yeah, thing that target knows? gives money to yeah. or something i don't know i don't know enough about it to yeah, like that's, that's okay so i need to go buy all their yeah, merch yeah, shit, huh? fucking yeah. support yes they just yeah. gonna pull some fucking well my, my it's funny thighs. it's funny because my wife was like yeah she's like i don't need target with the with the thing you know uh targeting the kids with the transgender thing you know this and that and then and, and then 
And on top of that, it had like Satanism symbols and all this stuff. And I was like, well, it's not, it's there was, not, I don't that, think that Satanism is like, yeah, that's, that's I'm not worried about. Well, here's that. the other like, thing though. Here's the other bullshit on it. I was on Reddit, uh, I think yesterday <laughs> and I like something popped up and it was an unironic. It was a, someone complaining about target cause, and it was a, I'm assuming a gay guy and was posting. Oh, he was complaining or he was complaining. Was, the gay okay. guy was complaining okay. and posted a picture at target because he went to buy a pride flag and all they had were bisexual pride <laughs> flags. And he was mad at Target because they didn't yes. have a full pride yes. flag. That's I'm hilarious. Like, you can't no, please. No, every, no. And, and that's one of the problems when you're, try, you're trying to cater to a 0.001%. Don't. Don't just, do just, it. Just, just sell your just shit. Sell your shit. Fuck yeah. it. You know what? In a month, yeah. pride's over and all the shit will be gone yeah. and you'll be selling stuff for Halloween. Yeah. Like, uh, just don't fucking worry about uh, it. Yeah. Jesus it's fucking crazy, Christ. man. Did you see? Um, well, and like, I was like, it's not like the babies are going to jump out of the basket to try and buy the transgender shit. Right. It's the or parents' if, yeah. choice. And if you put a fucking yeah. gay pride flag on your if baby, I, yeah, they're not going to grow up if, gay. If I want to have, if I want to have a fucking gun on my kid, Sure. You know what I mean? Or, or an American flag shit on him. That's my choice. And guess I what? Want to put some gay shit on him. That's my choice. And guess what? On and that's Cinco de Mayo, yeah. they sell fucking Cinco de Mayo onesies. Yeah. And you I'm put it on okay your baby, I'm not you're okay not going to have a Mexican <laughs> baby. Like, yeah. it's fucking, as much as you want one. Come on. Yeah. It's some like, it's, I get it. And, and that's why I said, even on my, like, I get it. Like, you know, like they're, they're, it's, it's a way to support. Uh, minority group, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A group that's been, you know, looked down upon or marginalized yeah. or whatever. And I get that. And, but people are fucking mad about oh, it. Like, sure it's fucking are, so, I like both sides of it. Like, it's fucking hilarious because I was like, and just like you said, like, oh, the dude, gay I guys get mad because of the bisexual. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. You're getting what you want, but you're not getting what yeah, you want. Well, you know, fucking like, it's fucking great. hilarious. Yeah. There was a thing the other day, and I can't, I can't remember the whole acronym. I was trying to find yeah. it, but this isn't it. But, uh, Trudeau was giving a speech and he's like, whether it has to do with supporting, LGBTQIAS2 plus one. Mm. Yeah, he had a totally. Di- I saw that. I was like, he had a, whoa, I was like what whoa, what's that one? You rolled deep in Canada. Yeah. We just now see, I think it's, we just got the plus. Yeah. yeah. Like, fuck all the rest of you. Like, yeah. We got the plus. They were trying like, to, they tried to include Elon Musk's kid in that. And they were just yeah. like getting fucking <laughs> through all like, this shit. It was like AX23. LGBTQ oh, yeah. sounds like a fucking sounds like a droid from Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is happening? You have to have like flashcards just to fucking survive. You're all, you're I all, want to hey see so bad. The next Star Wars <laughs> movie droid. has to have a droid named LGBTQ. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it fits, you know. It's all. Hey, <laughs> can I see your lightsaber? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Are we canceled yet? Can we go on? Yeah, I think we can go on. I'm getting a droid on. Um, Also, we want to thank our patrons. Um, Thank you for new patrons who have been uh, signing up. Um, Every time I open the the app to look at questions for our bonus episodes, I'm always pleased to see additions. And we have a long list of people that we're giving shout outs to. And eventually we will hopefully get to your shout out. Um, it's really hard to manage and figure out who we have and haven't shouted out yet because yeah, we're not good. Yeah. And some people got some shirts on the way too. Yeah. Frankie Pigeons, thank you for jumping in there recently yeah. and uh, updating that and getting all the correspondence mm-hmm. done. So if you, if you just got messaged and you got back to us, I'll get with Jimmy and make sure we have the shirt sizes. That's the other thing. Stay on top of that. Too. Yeah, yeah, it's a, yeah. It's a lot to, to hustle, but we're, we're hustling. We appreciate you. Um, we appreciate your support. If you like the show, 
um, and you're digging what we're spitting, you can become a patron um, mm. at patreon.com. Digging what we're spitting. No. Hmm. no. How, the, you can join. No. The become. How do you say it? How do you say it? What? Can become the you water. You can become yeah. a patron. You can become a patron. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> you said come, apparently. Okay. Brad, Brad got excited. You can become a patron mm. um, by going to patreon.com. Oh, black com is close. Black slash Sofa King podcast yeah. for as little as a dollar. Um, you can come on board and uh, join us. You'll get uh, bonus episodes oh, every wow. week. This is getting um, good. And uh, all of the, the live feed where everybody gets together and does drinking games. Sort of come together. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we sort of do, together. We, we come, really together. come together. Everybody yeah. comes together in the live uh, feeds while we're recording and they have drinking games about things we do and say in the podcast, the we rules don't know. of which we yeah. never know. Yeah, we never so, know. Um, uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, we appreciate you patrons. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, and as always, we are a proud founding member of the pod belly podcast network. So go there to check out some good shows that you might want to listen to. Is it, who, who is the hot sack runner? The fasten uh, David, David, I was going to say that the whole rant we got on, that was his fault. I mean, it literally came right out of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was his fault. It was. So blame him. Well, so you missed a ton of laughs before the show. We, none of yeah, that. We can't, yeah, we, we were really on a roll yeah. before the show. We were, it we, were, we were already ranting. It was nothing that could have been recorded. No. <laughs> it's, it'd be great if we could record the stuff that we can't record. Yeah, yeah. So it would be great. Yeah. In, but, the, in the extra Patreon Super Vault. Yeah. 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 I have to kill you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then just play it to your dead body. Because yeah. <laughs> there's some shit out there. Yep. I mean, if, yeah. you paid a, if you paid us enough, we could do Oh, it. sure. Yeah. Absolutely. We could. Yeah. Buy a nice coffin. Yeah. Or cremation, whatever you like. Yeah, it's burn them. It's cheaper. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm doing. I'm going to save a little bit of my hair and some I fingernails or something forge. just in case they come out yeah. with some cloning thing. Sure. And I can take all this Keep audio. Keep a little DNA somehow. somewhere. Yeah. And then. Mm-hmm. I can make a new me, but use all this audio to like mm-hmm. make me again. Yeah. Like, oh, dad joke, level five. And, you know, there's insert all this. That's little, my punk band name. Make a new me. Oh, mine's dad joke level five. Mm, dad joke level. That's a good one, too. <laughs> Yeah, I just want you to uh, bury me in the garden and throw a bunch of apples on top. Yeah. Prop, That's why you prop me up prop next by to the jukebox. jukebox. I knew yeah. it. In a wrestling singlet. I knew it, yeah. In a wrestling singlet. Yeah. yeah. Put, fill my boots up with sand. Can't see the damn timer. You have nothing but glare. 22 minutes. Yeah, we're in the funny 20. And Hitchcock's got some information. Okay. So our topic today is uh, the one and only Alfred Hitchcock um, I you say become Brad loses his shit. You say Hitchcock nothing, nothing. No, I doesn't rev him up. So Hitchcock, it has to be like Alfred a, Vagina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. he likes that. Um, classic director, Comcock. I recommend. Like, I know most people know who Alfred Hitchcock is, but I suspect a lot of people might not have watched much Hitchcock. I watched, I'm, I'm I watched one of, three I'm one this of those. weekend. Yeah. He's, I, I've seen some Hitchcock. I know the famous, uh, you know, Bakersfield scene, plane flyover, you know, him North by down. Northwest. Yeah. yeah. I, I know that stuff, but I've never mm-hmm. really watched, like went out of my way to watch. Like, before, before this, I only you know? knew the Alfred Hitchcock presents the, like, the TV show. Dun, 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 yeah, yeah. The whole thing where and I just will, know that from, yeah. from Eminem. Right. Yeah. From the murder. Yeah. yeah. 
Because that, that, I remember watching that show like it was it was about as popular as the Twilight Zone. I didn't like it as much because it was more psychological and it was more real world. Mm. It was like psychological stuff, murders. There was never like a space alien or time travel right. or you not, know, not sci fi. No, it yeah, was more sci-fi. It was yeah, horror. true crime horror. Yeah, yeah. Um, more suspense. Yeah, but he was just. I remember even as a kid watching those old black and white reruns. He was just such an odd man. Yeah, and he, he would walk out into the caricature of himself and then turn around and say "Good evening" with his weird yeah. voice. There was someone on this documentary watching. Yeah. They did such a good impression of him. I was like, God, that's a hard impression. It, it is. But it is. He uh, yeah. fucking funny though. Like weird, dry ass humor. Like he Very would do a, dry, his yeah. little monologue for the <laughs> beginning. He was like. And my exploits as a male model and sex symbol, whatever the yeah. fuck he was doing, he was like, <laughs> I also am known for making movies. And you're like, well, that's fucking, it's just weird. No, it's weird and it. funny and just like. Well, he's, I mean, ultimately, he's a creative guy. Yeah. Very creative guy. And he's different. Mm-hmm. He's creative. Like, that. that's where you're going to get that stuff. If you're talking to him on a normal basis, he probably is fucking weird. Like, right. he just have some oh, off-the-wall yeah. shit, you know. And I know, like, I didn't. <clears throat> I didn't realize how how much he was an innovator and how much he was revered as a director. Like the stuff his his films in the fifties and sixties, like when he hit his peak, are like directors to this day like study his work mm-hmm. to see how he set up his shots. How is he and you know, you end up getting people like, you know, M. Night Shyamalan, Shyamalan like, yeah. you know, is like very Hitchcockian and kind of studies mm. his stuff and does a similar thing. And I think a ton of directors do. I don't think the, I don't think the horror genre. Yeah. Someone said he used the camera like an artist uses a paintbrush. Like mm-hmm. he did in like non-traditional things that no one had done before. You know, I mean, they were coming off silent films at that point too. Yeah. So like to be so like innovative, innovative yeah. um, and he does do stuff like I watch Psycho and just like zoomed in on the woman's eye like so fucking close yeah. like uh, and the way that he would use the camera to like imitate like the the perspective of a person's view no one or really gaze like to make it look yeah. like oh it's the person look you're in their eyes yeah. like, like, last yeah, you're yeah. looking out of their eyes yeah. from behind a bush and you see this thing happen you're witnessing it where before it was all these like yeah. back shots and like that's a, the like a play you know like but that's the core of a horror movie now yeah. is it's like you get Jason's POV sneaking yeah. through the woods oh, yeah. and you know all that yeah. stuff it's a POV and, bro I got excited again. yeah but um the thing that kind of blew my mind, because I had never, because I had, I, and I remember I didn't even want to watch, I, I wasn't interested. And at one point, my sister, um, when I was in college, she was like, hey, we're going to watch Rear Window tonight. And I was like, pass. I watched like, it today. No fucking thanks. And um, I was like, because I knew something about it. It was like, I, I really want to watch fucking, uh, what's Psycho, his name? Psycho, probably. Or what? The guy in... I just drew a blank on the actor's name. Oh, uh, the guy J- uh, oh Jimmy, Jimmy Stewart. Yeah. You know it's what's like funny? I had never saw Jimmy Stewart. Every time a bell rings, yeah. an angel I never really saw Jimmy wings. Stewart movie, so every time I heard him talk today, I just kept picturing Dana Carvey doing a bad yeah. like, impression. <laughs> I was like, he, that's a really bad like Dana Carvey impression. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like. Yeah. That's really how he talks. Uh, <laughs> it's also if all you know um, him from is the Christmas movie, right. yeah. you really need to watch some Hitchcock movies so you can see him be an unsettled fucking right. <laughs> like. But no, I remember I had no desire to watch it. Cindy was like, no, we're going to watch it. I think you're really going to like it. And she forced me to watch it. And I watched Rear Window and I just fucking loved it. I thought it was a fucking great. It's movie. a super cool concept to have him look out that 
window and it's just this like box of like uh i don't know i try to think what's the game where they ask all the people the questions oh uh, uh, hollywood squares yeah, like yeah. hollywood squares yeah. it's like a hollywood squares of like everyone's private life but what i what i saw like so hard and i couldn't get away from was how much it reminded me of the burbs it was a neighbor that was stuck I mean, home, yeah. stuck home yeah, for I mean, a week. That's probably and he had what, nothing better yeah. to do but drink coffee and look probably, out the window. And that was probably what the yeah. script writer did. I, absolutely, you know? dude. He got suspicious of the neighbors yep. without spoiling too much. Like they're digging up flower beds and yep. shit. That's super burbs. The other buddy shows up. The girls involved. Like the whole fucking thing was super burbs. Uh, my my uh, friend Steve for his senior seminar in theater wanted to to direct and put on a play. And the two of us sat down and wrote a play and we basically made rear window, but like a Gen X, like That'd a, been bunch, cool of, if you a could bunch build a of second roommates. story so you can have like the apartment windows come on and off and change out the sets behind each window. That would be yeah, fucking that was cool. Way, we had no such budget. Oh, that'd been cool. Uh, <laughs> just two by four. Yeah. <laughs> just two by it didn't have to be sturdy. So we wrote a play that was about these four roommates and one of them, um, was obsessed with the fact that he thinks is that the landlord killed his wife. Right. And we, it was just funny and fucking stupid and ridiculous. I actually played the landlord and nice. had my only ever speaking role. Nice. Yeah. Is I there still, a video of that anywhere? I doubt it. I still remember all my it. lines There's though. A percentage of chance. Really? Epicurus. Epicurus. That's your only line. <laughs> wow. But then for my senior seminar, I wanted to write like. a play and another friend of mine who was in the first play wanted to. So I wrote a sequel about the same characters and they ordered um, a living head, a mail order living head. Hmm. And my brother played the head and it was just a, a mute, a mute raging head that couldn't speak or do anything sitting in a box on a table <laughs> going and mad. eat and scream and hmm. then everybody was like what the fuck do we do with this thing like why <laughs> where did you get a head right what do we do with it and then hilarity ensued hmm. but that was all say, from her window so even i was so i watched off of that yeah, yeah. yeah. i watched psycho which I actually enjoyed. I've, I've seen, seen Psycho, Psycho several times. Yeah. There was some silliness. Like, I won't spoil yeah. it for anyone. Yeah, there is. You know, there I mean, is. Not too soon. But like, just a cool concept yeah. and just the fact, like, in the fucking early 60s, I'm just going to name a movie Psycho. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. And it was, uh, and I, I knew the whole Norman Bates, Bates. So I knew all those things, those references. I knew it came from that, but I had never seen it. I really just didn't know. And I didn't think a movie from 1960 would be that good. It was good. But the things that were, like, that don't hold up is, like, the physical scenes like when like he grabs the guy like at the desk or whatever and yeah. trying to knock him out with like a vase or something and the, it, their their body like stuff is so weird it is weird it's like overly dramatic and silly where it's just like what mm. the fuck are you doing right now like that's not even like they should let him wrestle it out a little bit just <clears throat> yeah. film that shit but i mean yeah. they need to stay in frame i guess like your feet probably had to stay on these tape marks while you wrestled in one spot and pretended to hit him with a vase and i remember <laughs> when i was a kid like all that like Psycho and the birds came on all the time. I watched birds yesterday all the and time. I, I finished it this morning. Such a weird movie, dude. That shit, man, no animals were harmed in this movie. Fuck yeah, they off. were off. <laughs> that was not a lion. Yeah. They no. did not say that in the credits. No, uh-uh. They fucking killed some birds for sure. hundred percent. Yeah. But God, it was that fucking corny, man. There's so much corny shit in that, but kind of scary at the same time. I could see like back in the day, it probably made you scared of birds. Yeah. Um, which well, again, they've had, they've I, had new spinoffs of that too. Yeah. You know what I mean? But the and same I look time, at Shamalama like Ding so Dong and it's like, yeah. he pretty much remade the birds, except it was about the trees. 
Which one's that? The one where the, the trees village are killing everybody. No. Trees, no. Are killing everybody. trees are killing people? I don't know. Yeah. Lady in the Water? No. No? I don't know it. Uh, Lady in the Water. That it wasn't like It wasn't bad. Man. Well, it's in the forest or something. I don't know. Like the village one. No, it's like an apocalypse. Like everyone's like trying to leave the city and everyone's like. The trees are slowly moving. Oh, Bird Box. No. Anyway. But. Um, no, I was the thing that I was amazed at when I was because I watched because I had never seen Vertigo and I had never seen North by Northwest and I watched them both this past weekend and I was like I was kind of blown away because when I was done watching them is when I looked at when they were made mm. and I fully thought they were made in the late 60s right, and they the were 40s. made in 58 and 59 oh, okay. and I was like it was just so late far 50s. ahead of its time. Like you watch other movies from that same era and they aren't watchable as far as I'm concerned. I think and nothing these, beats Kubrick though. Like Kubrick did the craziest. Like that shit is like, yeah, like yeah, doing sort of, but not really star Wars holds up pretty damn good, but mm-hmm. fucking space Odyssey is like, whoa, no, there's dude. nothing like it. That's nothing like wild it. Wild that you dude. pulled it's out. It was the sixties when you, yeah, that. that's fucking, fucking crazy. crazy, dude. Yeah. Um, but anyway, he's worth watching. If you haven't watched him, I think like watching some of his top films, especially if you're a film buff. And if you totally were just on Netflix, it wasn't time. hard to find. Uh, yeah, some are on Netflix. Rear Window I had to pay for, like it was on YouTube. Yeah, I had to pay for uh, Vertigo, which is fucking weird. That's a fucking weird movie. Maybe if I'm still feeling it, I'll watch it tonight. <laughs> fucking I, don't know, I watched, I watched Renfield. What's that? Oh, did you? <laughs> Nicholas Cage, Dracula? Nicolas Cage. Oh, God, I saw the poster for that. We went to watch Guardians of the Galaxy, and I saw that poster. I was like, man, is this a comedy? No, it's fucking, it's pretty good. Really? Yeah. It's good because it's Nicholas Cage. You're not going to like it? Ridiculous? No, he's actually like full in character of Dracula. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, he, he like, did uh, Once Bitten or back yeah. in the day. Remember that? No, this is, this is, oh, that was rough, too. This is Nicholas Cage at his prime playing Dracula. Like, yeah. It's, it's, he's, yeah, immersed no, I want, in the I want to see it. I want to see it's it. It's pretty good. So Except it's, it's, it's very gory. Uh, it's funny. Like there's kind of funny parts. It's like, like film it's, noir. Like I'm sure it's like, yeah, it, it's, it's, um, it's, 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 it's ridiculous, good. but to be accepted. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's pretty yeah, good. I want to see it. It's kind of, it's funny. Cause like his, his helpers like go into this like self-help group and people are complaining about their bosses and boyfriends and stuff. It's but funny. Their bosses. Yeah. His, oh, his, so his, bo- his boss, his boss. Yeah. His, his, yeah. He's going to this group. Who plays Renfield? Uh, I don't know. Some English guy. Hmm. I don't know. It, it's pretty good, though. Yeah, like the movie it's, poster, it's kinda, he's like standing behind the dude. Yeah. It's like kind of goofy. Like, it's kind of goofy, but like, it's funny. It's funny in a way. And then it's actually like Nicolas Cage, like, isn't funny, you right. know, like, but he's like, but it's funny. Right. Like, like it's one of those. 100%. It was yeah. written properly. Yeah. Yes. To, yeah. Like, they knew how to like, write He's for full Cage. on, like, serious. Yeah. Like, you know, it, it's pretty good. Yeah. I, I like. I liked it. I enjoyed it. No, I want to watch it. So he directed over 50 movies, which is fucking crazy. And never won Best Director. He never won. He won Best Picture. And a lot of his movies won multiple Academy Awards, but he never won Best Director. Well, sometimes stuff, though, too, that's like so far beyond what people write. Uh, can understand basically yeah. like it, it doesn't get like until later on down the line 20 yeah, 30 years later that's 40 years later studied same thing with fucking yeah. picasso's and i read and Leonardo, well you know, think about who beat him out we don't know their name probably right you could probably exactly. name but it's probably in those years and you're like who the fuck is that yeah but yeah. that's like that and they're probably like they were more in line with what was what the academy expected. wanted it yeah, was a western was it was probably yeah. a western yeah or some shit, somebody you know? yeah did a john wayne right you know and yeah 
Um, All right, there weren't nearly enough Indians killed in this movie, right, Mr. Exactly. Hitchcock. Um, but uh, he did 30 just in the United States. I mean, he did 30 in the second half of his career. Yeah. Like, there aren't directors that do 30 movies as Total. a career. Yeah. Like, that's fucking, that's, he did 50. Um, but uh, he was. And it usually ramps. It's going to start slow. And then yeah, as yeah, he yeah, develops. Sure. And, yeah. You know. Um, he was called the master of suspense. He received, uh, AFI's lifetime achievement award in 1979. His films got 46 Academy award nominations with six wins. Um, and the British film Institute said in 2012 that vertigo beat out citizen Kane as the best movie ever directed. Mm. Um, um, on the waterfront beat rear window that in 1954, okay. but I've seen that. Yeah. I've that that, that is a classic movie. Yeah. What, who, who, uh, directed that? Mm, I'm going to have to look. It just says that's what beat it. Yeah. I'll on the waterfront. Yeah. I don't even know what that is. We watched it in film class at, B, at BC as well. So he was born in London in fucking 1899. Elia Kazan. Yeah. See? Yeah. I got to that too just now. Say that three times at Gene Heal appear. Uh, <laughs> Elia Kazan. Yeah. Will Smith's going to so pop out of the <laughs> fireplace over there. That or fucking Hagrid come back yeah. to life. Come You're out, a wizard, Brad. Come out Spoiler, yeah. Brad. Um, so uh, they were fairly well off. His parents owned a grocery store, but I guess his extended family was like fully that uh, rich went like, on vacation with the yeah, they had summer yeah. houses with butlers and all that Damn. kind of stuff. So he, he grew up, uh, well, um, I wonder if he's a brat when he's little, like a little fat brat, maybe because they said that he battled obesity since he was a yeah. child. Um, the fat brat, he, his That's dad, me. but daddy last year, I got 19 presents. Yeah. He's like that kind of kid. Yeah. I don't think so because of he's this. Probably, he was probably awkward. So when he was five, he misbehaved and his father forced him to walk down to the local police station with a note asking the officer to lock him away for 10 minutes as punishment for behaving badly. Now they'd have been like, I'll tell you what, we're going to send CPS over with a note for your daddy. (laughs) So the cop uh, said, this is what we do to naughty boys. And fucking locked his little ass up in the jail. He took him to the Catholic uh, church. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Dude, that reminds me. Remember that story I told them where I lived in that fucking apartment and there was a knock at my door at like eight o'clock at night and it opened the door and there was just a fucking naked like four-year-old kid uh, standing at my fucking door and I was so torn to be like, should I turn this motherfucker in? It was my neighbor and I didn't know this guy, dude. I didn't know this kid yeah. very much. We saw him in passing like, oh, they pulled it at the same time from getting groceries. Yeah. And he was like crying completely butt naked, not even underwear, just covering his junk with his hands. And his dad, I look over like, what the fuck? And I look out and his dad's standing over in the yard. Like, yep, this is happening. Like fucking Johnny's in trouble. And I was like, what, what the, the fuck? fuck? And he's all tell him, tell him that you live with him now. Cause you don't, uh, cause he's like, you don't live here anymore because uh, we don't like, he was like, you don't get to do this anymore. Like, I don't remember what the thing was. He was, it was a punishment. And I was like, Hey man, like I'm just, I'm not cool with this. No, like, 
Like, yeah. get your kid and Put go. Put some clothes was, on him. Yeah. Beat like, your fucking ass. Yeah. I was like, this is real fucking awkward, dude. Yeah. It was weird, man. Yeah. That's some weird shit. They only lived next yeah. to us for a little while, but it was like, because he said he doesn't, I don't, you're not my daddy or something. I was like, you're not oh, my dad. Yeah. I don't want to live here anymore. Maybe you do that little caper with a friend of yours, not some fucking random neighbor yeah. you yeah. don't know. Yeah. Or you fucking put him out dressed with a little suitcase for just a second, maybe yeah. looking out the window and he's yeah, not fucking four feet out of your fucking yeah. sight. Pack Naked. Him P- pack him a PB and J. Naked. At grandma's house to knock on the door. But he took everything. He's like, I bought your clothes. Like, I bought your stuff. Like, took his fucking clothes. I was like, yikes. Oh, he did. Yeah. I mean, like, I was so thrown off. Like, in uh, hindsight, now I'm kind of mad. I want to beat the guy up. But yeah, yeah. Sure. at the time, what I was like, this is awkward stroke. as fuck. I feel yeah. like, am I in trouble somehow? Like, I want to get the fuck away from this situation. Like, I was just like, that's I don't just know what to do. A, that's just bad, like, yeah. parenting. Like, Poor kid. Fuck, yeah. That kid's like fucked up right now. Probably. That kid's a grown man now, probably. Yeah, he's probably fucking a peeping Tom. Yeah, exactly, dude. So, uh, but apparently it fucked up Hitchcock and he had a lifelong fear of the police mm. and like breaking the law. So he's, he's, so he's black. fucked up from just that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's kind of black. Yeah. yeah. He's got, he's, on, he's off the white tier. Um, his, uh, where am I here? Oh, he said that his mom would force him to like when she was reading books or whatever, she would just force him to stand at the foot of her bed for hours and watch her. Do you guys have to stand in the corner when you're little? No. Fuck, I did. That was our punishment. Was stand in the corner with your fucking face in the corner. It didn't work with me. And you'd breathe until like the fucking latex paint was like stuck to your fucking face. Like your hot breath. <laughs> yeah, just like hot breath and condensation. Yeah. And cause you try to turn around or like you're fucking stand up, stand up, like wake up, like stand in the corner. Oh, that was fucking terrible, dude. No, my only, my only, I, I wasn't, I was a really good kid apparently. Cause I never, I have very few memories of discipline of getting in or trouble. Your mom or was having pretty, to be pretty loose with it. Like just kind of, uh, you probably didn't do anything crazy. I didn't, Cause my brother, yeah. some lead, like, my, okay, like yeah. my brother would get in trouble quite a bit, yeah. but I just, I just never did. Right, Cause he kept doing the same old yeah, shit probably. over and over again. And you're but watching him. It's like, cause he was a couple years ahead and you're just watching guy. him get his yeah. ass. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, I ain't doing that. Fuck that guy. And then like the only punishment. He was a trailblazer. Yeah. 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 So my only punishment was I had to go outside and play. Yeah. Like that. Oh yeah, because you yeah because you didn't want to go outside. So like that's good on your mom's part. And it wasn't even go outside and play because I would go outside and play all the time. It was I had to go to the neighbor's house and play with the neighbors. Yeah. I'd be like, fuck, fuck them kids, (laughs) mom. Fuck them kids. Um, They eat ranch dressing. Want to go over there? Yeah. It's a white ass kid. I just I went over. <laughs> they don't um, even have orange soda. Why do we have? They only have one dog. Oh, Mother's Day. <laughs> so Mother's Day at my wife's grandma. Her grandma had broke her ankle, and it's so like everything that we're doing is kind of like going over there right. and doing it like with the with the whole family deal. And so like I'm, I'm we're over there, and my son, you know, he's just fucking around, whatever. But he's like jumping off a couch or doing something. Like you don't do that shit, like right. at somebody else's house. Right. But you don't even do it at ours. Like don't do it at somebody else's. And so I was just like, hey, and I just look at him, and he just fucking stops and stares at me like the fucking squirrel, the <laughs> you know the you know he knows. And but what's funny is. Is that everybody in the house saw your Jedi skills? Well, no, they were there. Everybody's talking and whatever. And I was everybody. like, hey, boy. And everybody, everybody in the house, I'm talking about my wife's uncle or dad. That's because they've all been raised by a dad that whooped their ass. I get, maybe, yeah, but they're just them, like, what's the them all back yeah, to seven years yeah, old? And I do it. Th- it's funny because it's not the only time. Like, anytime, like, we'll be in a backyard. Everybody's talking. 
It could be music playing, anything. It'll get fucking. I say something to him, dead fucking silent. There's He's like, like, it's weird. If I slap the fuck out of my kid yeah. in front of everyone, they get fucked. <laughs> yeah. People get weird. Well, it's because I don't, you know, like <laughs> nobody disciplines their fucking kid. You know yeah. what I mean? Like there'll be kids running around slapping the walls and shit. Yeah. I'm like, motherfucker, like I will slap the fuck out of you. I just remember being at Walmart and this uh, these three kids had the fucking soda thing uh, open and they were just licking the frost yeah, off the uh, glass or whatever. And I was like, oh, bitch, get, get the fuck kids, out of there. Dude, yeah. Fuck. I have no problem telling somebody. <laughs> else's kids some shit you know and then they'll be like fucking i'll be like go get your dad i'll whoop your dad's ass like fuck, go tell your dad to come here because i'm gonna beat his ass right in front of you right like something yeah we used to have some kids that were like four houses up that we we called the family the white trashingtons uh-huh. <laughs> the white trashingtons <laughs> and i got some people i know like that. they had three kids one of them was I'm like, like, wait what was the address <laughs> one of them was like diaper status i don't know maybe oh, yeah two yeah. One of them was probably five, and then one of them was probably like it's like always in a di- soggy diaper, a bear soggy diaper, yeah, soggy just, diaper, soggy down diaper to his knees yeah. on the roof. Oh <laughs> my god! The Jesus three kids Christ, would just mankind? be on the roof in the dead of fucking summer. Oof. This little fucking baby. And like, and you'd see that they were barbecuing out back. It's like they knew the kids were on the roof. Yeah. I would just be coming home from work, and the little baby would just be wandering through the street. Like in a diaper on fucking hot ass Bakersfield concrete, yeah. just do 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 do, not yep. crying, no not shoes on. Just to be fair yeah. though, the percentage of babies rolling around in a soggy diaper at that point in time in that decade was a lot higher than it is now. No, it's it's no. This right was now. like fucking ten years ago. Oh, I thought yeah. you meant when you were little. No, yeah. here oh. at this house. He's talking about right now. He's talking about the white trashes down the street right here. Because <laughs> yeah. I was yeah. thinking like '80s shit. No, dude. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh no. Yeah. No. Road trucks. This was like this was a couple of years ago. Yeah. That's back when you could still run around. A soggy diaper. Yeah. That's when, that's that when California was free. Yeah, yeah that's you, right. you gotta wear a seatbelt and shit. That's right. They didn't Can't even have no aquifer. Yeah. yeah. No. No desitin back then, man. So then one other thing that hit uh, uh, Hitchcock as a kid was that he went to a strict Besides school. Besides his dad. Yeah. And, uh, well, no, his, uh, the priests uh, at this Jesuit school that he went to used to use a, a thing called a ferula. Mm. It sounds Which, like the Iron Cobra to me by the script. Yeah, it's like a flat, hard, springy Spring. tool um, made out of that? hard wood. And they would, uh, if you got in trouble, they would write your name on the board with a number of hash marks. How many and times are you getting hit? That's yeah. how many times we're, we're whipping your palm with a fucking... <laughs> Weird, your yeah. palm. And, uh, Brad's looking the weapon up. They just yeah. knew... So all day there was just suspense yeah. of like, I'm getting hit with that three times at the end of school. And they, so they, part of the torture wasn't, I'm just going to do that right now. It was that you uh, sat there no, all day that. knowing that, that, was gonna that you were going to get Trading whipped. It. How do you spell that? F E R U L A. It's a German weapon. It's a fucking Fuhrer. Fuhrer. <laughs> That's right in there. It's the Fuhrer. Anything? I don't know. Weird. It's not. Not coming up. No, I they, my principal yeah. still had that fucking wood paddle on the wall. Oh I yeah, hearing about kids oh, getting yeah. whooped. I never got whooped with the, with the holes in yeah, it. Yeah, like, oh, like yeah. a fucking boat oar. No, they would. They would. Um, what year did they stop doing that? I don't know. When I was when I was coming up, it was a form. You would bring home forms that your parents would sign, and one of them was if your kid gets in trouble, do you want us to whoop him with a paddle? And then you would fill out yes or no. And we, I watched it happen to a bunch of kids. They'd fucking break out the paddle and whoop their little ass right in front of the whole class. Says it's a giant fennel. 
whose stalks were once used to punish schoolboys. So it must be something like bendy, a like a stock or something. Like, this one something. said it's a flat, hard, springy tool or weapon made of gutta percha wood. So it probably started as just a as, reed. as a as a fucking switch. And, and yeah, built and then, a, yeah, and they built made a weapon to make it. Damn, more dude! Corporal punishment went all the way to 1994 in some states. Yeah, shit still be happening. <laughs> Like, it depends. These, these kids need to get fucking with their asses whooped. Because there might be some awkward moments where it's like, well, I don't know if I would have whooped his ass with a fucking yeah. paddle for that. Calm down. Like the some principal's fucking paddle happy, just whooping shit. Yeah. That'd be me. Yeah. Like, come here. Come here. Just walking down the hall, slapping kids. Brad was a scorpion <laughs> outfit every day. Yeah. Get over here. Yeah, tomorrow I'm sub zero, just throwing yeah. ice cubes at him. Mm-hmm. Fucking So his dad died in nineteen fourteen. Um and he had to basically, he was 15 or no, uh, I don't know how old he was, but he took a job for, uh, as a technical clerk for a telegraph company, which sort of inadvertently starts him down this path that leads towards film. Um, he starts taking night classes at the university of London and he's studying art, history, painting, economics, and poli sci world war one starts and he's too young to enlist um, but then three years later, the war was still going and he was finally 18 and he got a C3 classification, which meant that he was free from serious organic disease, able to s- stand service conditions in garrison at home, only suitable for sedentary work. Hmm. Dude, I just looked this up. It says August 24th, 2022. This is a pretty current article. The states that still allow corporal punishment include Alabama, Arizona, Arkansas, and just going to the like, southern the states, states. Um, Colorado, Florida, Georgia, Idaho, Indiana, Kansas, um, Kentucky, Louisiana, Mississippi, so Missouri, lot. North Carolina, Oklahoma, South Carolina, Tennessee, Texas, and Wyoming, Damn. according to the American Academy of Child and Adolescent Psychi- uh, Psychiatry. Psych- wow. Psychiatry. Psychiatry. So fucking <clears throat> damn near half the states. Good chunk of them. Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. And that other thing said in like 1994. I was like, fuck, that's kind of crazy. And this is like, yeah. no, they're still doing that shit. Yeah. Well, yeah. and they probably choose to. It might have been federally banned in Well, corporal punishment too is fucking push-ups, running. Yeah, you know what I mean? That type else. of stuff too. Yeah. So. Yeah. What yeah. It entails. <clears throat> yeah. Hammering rocks, you know, that type of thing. So I'd have to do. So he joins the Royal Engineers because he's unfit for he's only fit for sedentary work, which is a if Not I much. ever got drafted, yeah. that's probably the category I'd have. Yeah. Um, You're a radio man. Yeah. yeah. Nah, he's he's more like fucking he'd be like he's reading comms, books to bro. Yeah. Maybe oh, he might be he'd be reading people. reading yeah. books and teaching in the Yeah, I'd probably yeah. be teaching I'd be teaching English to yeah. soldiers, soldiers basically. Yeah. <laughs> Unless he's just got his leg blown off and you're in there <laughs> say it right, sir. Yeah. Say it right. Depends on his peacetime or wartime. He's a comms yeah. man during wartime. Yeah. yeah. Peacetime he gets to teach yeah. people. Um so after the war, um he becomes a a draftsman and an advertising designer for the cable company and um the he gets promoted to advertising and once he's promoted to advertising, he basically gets them to make a, a in-house publication. So like it was just for the employees, but so it was like, I'm sure it was like, this is how to do this part of the yeah. job or this is whatever. But then he also started putting short stories in it. Hmm. So um, he started putting in thor- stories with themes of false accusation, conflicted emotions, and twist endings. And so it was like everybody looked forward to reading this bullshit 
monthly. It's well, like, probably why. That's probably yeah, why he did it to get them to right, be interested. To get them to want yeah. to read the rest of it's it. It's like yeah. this Friday morning breakfast is oatmeal with a side of murder. Exactly. It's supposed to be <laughs> exactly. a normal thing. Yeah. <laughs> be sure to have your permission slip signed. <laughs> um, so he ends up uh, basically doing a bunch of that, and um, he ends up. Uh, because of that, he meets some people and a version of Paramount Pictures opens up. And this is when they're still doing silent films. And since he was doing advertising design and drafting for this cable company, they hired him to basically draw the panels for the silent films. Because hmm. in a silent film, it'll be like you'll see action. Then if somebody actually talks, a card will pop up and you yeah. see what the line is. So his job was just to... Make, make it cards. look nice, yeah. make the cards look nice so they could film them. Um, they uh, did a movie called The Sorrows of Satan. Um, and uh, he started to, he made the, I guess he made the cards for that like more, not just a generic card. Like he did Satanic drawings stuff, and like yeah. evil. And then they were like, that's fucking awesome. So they hired him. Um, <laughs> Why didn't time. we think of that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um but uh the and apparently it was weird so like one of the, i read in a couple of articles like everybody that was there from paramount pictures in america is probably cuz i don't even know i don't think unions even existed in film in 1920 oh uh, i was going to say probably maybe they, they existed know. but maybe not for film maybe yeah. it's too soon but it was like if someone was there as a writer all they all they were was a writer. And if someone was there to build the set, all they did was build the set with the Americans. But every time they would hire a local to work for them, they'd be like, oh, you're hired to do some sets. And then they would realize this guy can write. And they're like, okay, well, why don't you help this guy write that thing and keep working on the sets? And like for some reason, like all the Americans were pigeonholed into the job they hmm. were brought there for. But the people who were hired there from the British side, which was good for him because he got to go from job to job to job and he learned editing and he learned, you know, cinematography and he learned how the cameras work and yeah. how to build a set. And so because that gave him his base yeah, for he, understanding all directing, it, like yeah. the whole, the whole uh, thing. Um, and then within uh, just a couple of years, he was already working as an assistant director and then um, he started directing. Uh, his first film was in ni- 1925, and it was called The Pleasure Garden. Oh, <laughs> yeah. He was way ahead of his time. Directed by Hitchcock. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which apparently the whole thing was fucked, so he was taking it to... Um, he was ta- like, there's this is the print of the film, and he was taking it to the studio or something from where he filmed it back to England, mm. I guess, and he forgot to declare it on his passport. So they like confiscated it as contraband, like the only copy of the film. So like all this shit, like he had constant arguments with the crew. No one spoke the same language. So I guess his first film was just a complete fucking disaster. Um, but then he started doing more and I'm, I mean, there's a fucking million of them and I'm not going to try. Well, he probably learned a bunch of lessons. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Without failure, there is no success. Um, but like right away, 1927, he does a thing called the lodger, a story of the London fog. And it's about a Jack the Ripper style serial killer in a black cloak, uh, murdering young blonde women on Tuesdays. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, so that's cause that's when he goes to the market to get his, probably. Uh, the sequel is see you next Tuesday. And he wanted the, yeah, <laughs> he wanted the a twist at the end where the leading man 
for the whole film ended up being, being the murderer, the guy, yeah. but uh, not for the last time the studio and the star were like, fuck no. Like this is Ivor Novello. You can't ever mar his <laughs> reputation. <laughs> right, yeah. Exactly. So it's like even later on, cause like what I read was in vertigo. He wanted the end to, to be, keep wanting to call him fucking James Carey. Uh, Jimmy Stewart, mm-hmm. like he wanted Jimmy Stewart to like murder yeah. this person at the end of the movie. And that's not his name. The studio was like, you're not do-. like his, like yeah. Jimmy Stewart's people were like negative. Yeah. Like, no, you know, which I don't, that I can't see that happening today. Like if you were a big actor and they were like, and at the end you're going to actually murder him. Like they'd be like, that's well, it's fucking the actor's fantastic. choice. It's the actor's yeah. choice though. It's too. Just, yeah. Yeah. People yeah. are cast type. They're like, you know, like Adam Sandler, like his newest movie, that fucking uh, Jewel one or whatever the fuck it's called. Mm-hmm. What was it called? Uh, I know you're talking about. Yeah, Hidden Gems. Hidden yeah, Gems. Yeah, right. and then uh, like did Rob, he? He didn't produce Robin that. Robin Williams, like fucking the photography one or whatever. One hour, photograph, oh, yeah. one hour photo, or whatever. Yeah. You're like, oh whoa, yeah. that yeah, does mess with you weird, a little bit. Yeah. Where you're like, oh, it's like that's Robin, Robin Williams', Williams scary. best role. Yeah, that was a great role. I, I I just I have a hard time picturing a big star like with a good script being like, no, I, that's not the ending. I need right. to come out on top. Like today it yeah. seems like you'd be like, that's fucking fantastic. Everybody's yeah. going to talk about the end of this movie. What movies yeah. is the lead, the murderer though? A lot. Name one though. I There's been plenty. One. I think, I mean, well, like murder, like, like they the are, serial the, killer. They're, they're the villain. Uh, other oh, than the show, bio- Dexter, yeah, you know, like, yeah, Dexter though. That's yeah. That's yeah. all I can think of was that show. Um, but not like a movie, like a feature film. It's like the main star is the murder and you follow that. Like you don't see that. You, no, still you don't, don't see, see that. that. There's been some twists. It'd be really though. hard to write. Like really game, hard to I think, write. I think the movie, the, the biggest movie with the craziest twist I've seen is game night. That movie has the fucking like well, now I know there's, now it. I know there's a twist. Well, no, to me it, it's great biggest, though. You won't know like the, it's just fucking. It's I thought fucking you were going to say something else because to me the biggest movie with the most twists in it is the game. Oh, that's okay. a great movie. With I love Michael that. Douglas. That's a great that movie. movie okay, like, yeah, yeah. You're. I, I mean, you're every about. twenty minutes. Yeah you reconvince yourself that something else is going on and then something else. You're like, Oh no, I was wrong. It's actually this. And then 20 yeah. minutes later, you're like, Oh no, it it's, can't it's, be that. It's really it's hard. Like, like for me, like when I watch movies, I mean, I'm sure you get like Twister same way. probably had the most twist. You're like, though. probably. Yeah, yeah, probably. Uh, you, you already know what's going to happen. You know what I mean? You know, this guy's going to yeah. do that and fucking, you know, things are going to happen. And so like when a movie comes along that actually has a twist in it and most movies have some sort of mm-hmm. twist, that you're like, oh fuck! I did not see that. I coming. did not see that. Yeah, twist those coming. are fucking great. Yeah, like yeah. that's why I said that movie, fucking Game Night, is is one of those that I was like, what the fuck? Like I did I not see that it. coming. You, you yeah. have, you have no. I, I, it's a great, it's that. a good movie. You guys are both like it. Yeah. It's Game it? Night. Who's in it? Uh, fucking what's the dude? Um, uh, let me see. I'll get it right now. Steve Buscemi. Is it? Uh, no, it's got it's, it has known people in it. Um. Jason Bateman. Yeah, I was going to say Jason. Rachel McAdams. Uh, John Ferris Daly. Uh, Jesse, Jesse Plemons. Uh, you know him if you've seen him. Yeah, probably if I saw those people. Yeah. yeah. Kyle Chandler. Yeah, there, there's a bunch of like people you know when you see them. Yeah. Um, it's actually, it, it's, a, it's a funny movie. 
I mean, it's not like the most like a critically cl- right. acclaimed fucking movie in the world, but like I said, Got that movie, twist. like when you come to Twist in Mind, like yeah. when I I saw that and I was like, fuck, it's a funny movie. Like it's it's kind of funny the the plot of it, and then fucking the twist. So I was like, yeah. what the f-? like you just don't see it happening. And the other, I mean, and I think when you look at twists and stuff, <clears throat> a lot of the twists that Hitchcock does. It's like he was the first person to ever do these twists in a movie. Yeah. And some of them now look obvious or clunky yeah. because so many people have done it since you him. see it coming. You yeah. kind of see it coming. But on a lot of it, like the two that I watched this weekend, they both had twists and they were such bizarre twists you didn't see it. that you didn't see. No one could see no. it. It was like, what the fuck? The You're kindergarten going there. Like, is the murderer. What the fuck? The kindergartner like, has a rare genetic disorder. He's actually 47. He Because normally it's like just a simple twist. Right. Yeah. You know, but like, like, some, like these are weird, like you know? the twist takes like 20 minutes to even make any sense. Yeah. And you're like, I mean, I can't say anything without ruining it, but it's like, well, that twist took 30 minutes. Like that was fucking wild. Mm. Like, you know, it was the border collie. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Just catching Um, Frisbee the whole movie in the background. So he gets married to a screenwriter named Alma Reveal. That would be funny if you had ridiculous twists where all of a sudden the dog can talk at the end. And, you know, <laughs> it's just out of the yeah. blue. Yeah. Fucking the arm. Fuck? Com- an arm comes out of his fucking back flap and he just fucking stabs people. <laughs> it's a serious movie the whole way, yeah. though. And right yeah. at the end, they're like, I, I don't know. And the cop gets killed. Right good for end. a director's cut. Oh, Donnie Darko had good. That was a good yeah. twist. Yeah, that was a good too. twist. So if, you, if you watch the extended version. <laughs> extended version. Ah, yeah. Mm. Go just watch that part. Just watch the final scene from the extended version. That's all you got to do. Nothing else changes. The abyss is like that too. The extended cut. Yeah, the yeah. abyss. Mm-hmm. Mm. So um, he marries this woman, and a lot of the film critics and the historians that I that I was reading said that it was it's impossible to talk about Hitchcock and the Hitchcockian style of a film and the twist endings and all of these things without talking about her. Is Hitchcockian close to Balsackian? It's uh, mm, similar. Pretty close. It's similar. <laughs> it sounds yeah. close. They yeah. sound related. They have a fight for who's, yeah. you know, yeah. who's, who's king. It's because apparently she helped him edit the films, helped write them. She was there every day on set when he directed. Like she was a major participant right. in every single film, like on every level, yeah. you know, just as he was, she was there doing the same exact thing. So, um, she, everyone, could, she could be the genius. Like it's the ghostwriter thing where like females wouldn't be accepted yeah. in that stature. Like, you know right. what I mean? Like in that status. And so she's behind him. Like, yeah. maybe we should do this. Well, he like, was, I mean, like that idea. piece of shit, Stephen King. Yeah. 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 He didn't write. Cause a lot that. of his, his earlier, um, films, uh, were very well received, but once he got with her, there were like next level, next level. Hmm. Um, but that was also pretty early in, in his career. She probably cupped his balls. <laughs> that'll elevate it for sure. Oh, that'll elevate yeah. it. She hitched his cock. Yeah. yeah. That'll help. Yeah. That'll help. Um, so he films in 1929. This is blows my mind. The movie blackmail, which was the first British talkie. Oh, so he filmed the first British movie that had sound. Um, it was Jungle Fever. It was just about porn. a black guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Blackmail man. Yeah. yeah. He's blackmail Package man. Package is here. Yeah. <laughs> this is Dave Chappelle. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is the family I was telling you about. So he. Cheerio, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> he signs a multi uh, uh, picture deal with this company in England. 
Um, the only two that made any waves that I had heard of were the man who knew too much, which I think he remade in the sixties in America. And then one called 39 steps. And he just does, you know, a fucking ton of movies you've never heard of and yeah. will probably never see and aren't available anywhere unless you get Brit box or pay to buy them or something. Brit box. Brit box. Yeah. No, it's a streaming. Yeah. Is that real? Yeah. I thought it was a dating site. No, for it's British a women. streaming service for yeah. British movies yeah. and television. Huh. Um, although it does have a, it's a better name for a yeah, dating box. app. Yeah. 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 That's how British ladies trim their pubes. Yeah. Yeah. It's a monthly subscription. They get Brit free box. razors. So apparently as he got uh, famous as a director, he also, there's like store, apparently he was a big practical joker on the set. That's some funny shit. Um, and I guess it, I guess just to alleviate tension, cause there was so much tension on the set with all this psychological, deep fucking murderous, dark shit. And then he would Johnny like come in with, yeah, yeah, he would come in with all these jokes. So one of them, um, is I say we do this one weird the dinner party no not the dinner oh, party okay. so he hosts a dinner party for a bunch of like executives in the film industry and once they get there and start eating he dyed all the food blue <laughs> which seems like a stupid thing but I'm picturing in like 1930 England yeah. was like, when you're a fuck? studio executive you'd be like oh, I say <laughs> is this cracker blue not the trumpets <laughs> never is it the trumpets yeah <laughs> so, spotted dick <laughs> it's blue there's no spots at all um, <laughs> he had a horse delivered to the dressing room of his friend who was an actor it was just an ugly girl from high school yeah <laughs> just a British, British chick yeah. um, um, he bet <laughs> Jessica is, Parker. She's just hey, he bet take hey, one of hey, yeah. that back. <laughs> she was hot in her day. No, she I wasn't. haven't seen that. <laughs> that's her so, in Fly the Navigator, right? Yeah. I don't know. I think it is. Yeah. That's why I got the little Fly the Navigator oh, crush. Okay. Yeah. Um so, team look her up. She's why the long <laughs> yeah. Why the long thing. face? Yeah. He bet one of his crew members that he couldn't um Spend the whole night locked in handcuffs. That's the one we this should do. This is fucking brutal. So just talking shit on set. You know, yeah. you won't spend the whole night locked in handcuffs. And he was like, I will too. I'll do it. So he's like, Handcuff okay. Me. And then he uh, had him secretly dosed with a bunch of laxatives. Oh, no. Before he handcuffed him. To no. The That's not a joke. That's fucked up. Well, at any time you could undo your handcuffs. Oh, true. You know what I mean? Like, you can bow out yeah. and lose the bet. Yeah. That's up to you. That's fucking dirty. Yeah, that was fucking Like, good. what if all three of us had to be handcuffed to, like, to a pole or something? Yeah. And we all got laxatives at the same time. It's no. like, take your laxative. No. Click your handcuffs. No. And the last one to shit their pants gets $100,000. No. You wouldn't do it? Oh, I'd do it for that. Oh, yeah. for that. Yeah. 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 And then we secretly agreed to all shit our pants right away. And just Simultaneously. Yeah, split the money. Yeah. Ready and three. One, two, poop. $32,000. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> Look, she's fucking cute as fuck back in the day. Let me see. Come on, bro. Admit that. Like the bottom parts. What do you mean? Nah. Her face is pretty. No, she's cute. Her she, face is cute. Um, she's not the ugliest woman. But I can't get behind I don't, her. She's just yeah. got like a big old Jay Leno chin yeah. and a big wide nose and that big. He was talking about Kate Beckinsale's forehead and he posed, tries to give us that. I still think she's cute right there. Yeah. Never, never, never. I got no problem with that. big schnozzes. Sometimes that's hot. I don't know. 
Get the Jewish nose thing. I'm not against it. The Joes. The Joes. And then the other thing that he did was when he was filming 39 Steps, um, he handcuffed the two leads together for a scene because they had to. Yeah. And then as soon as they called cut, he pretended that he didn't have the key. Oh. So then they ended up being stuck handcuffed together for several hours. Oh, that's a long ass time. That's a long joke. He said it was a bonding exercise. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. So yeah, and I'm he sure thought he, it was funny. I'm sure he did fucking tons more than that. That's yeah. the handful I found in a see. That's the short. Of that's the research. put him in prison when he's fucking five years old or whatever. You yeah, know, yeah, send yeah. him to that's the jail. It. He's like, <laughs> handcuffs. Yeah. yeah, you like that? Uh huh. Yeah. So in 1938, he felt like he reached his peak in Britain. And that the studios there weren't going to let him do the things he really wanted to do because he wanted to do mm. a lot of edgy stuff. So he moves to the United States. Um, He's like, and, this is the place. Yeah, this is it. And apparently Land he moved the there free. to direct a movie about the Titanic. Um, but the movie ended up getting scrapped. And uh, he signs a four film contract. And uh, apparently he gained a lot of weight because once he was in Hollywood and had Hollywood money, And was being because all of a sudden he was a celebrity. Yeah. Like for some reason, like, well, he put himself in all of his movies. Yeah. So even if it's just him standing, waiting to get on a bus, like he's in every one of his movies, not necessarily a speaking role, but apparently no one in England cared or noticed. But once he moved to America, he already had like this sense of celebrity. Hmm. So he was like, if he went to a restaurant, he ate for free Hmm. and he fell in love with California wine and good food and gained even more weight. Um, His dinner fucking shit was crazy, dude. Yeah, I have that a little bit later on. Um, Yeah, his... uh, his typical dinner, at some point he decided to lose some weight, but once he got used to the American lifestyle, his typical win- uh, dinner was a roast chicken, boiled ham, potatoes, bread, vegetables, relishes, salad, dessert, a bottle of wine, and some brandy. Okay. That's quite a lot. Yeah, that's kind yeah. of a lot. That's that just many, for him. That's right? just for him. <laughs> A chicken, yeah, not, not some a chicken. roasted chicken, yeah, not yeah. not fucking you know a chicken breast. Order of ham, said, yeah, yeah. Jesus. Um, but then once he decided to lose weight, that's like his, Hunter S. Thompson's fucking drug yeah, regiment, yeah. drug yeah. regiment. You know what I mean? But yeah. for fucking food, yeah. And once he decided to lose weight, he had black coffee for breakfast and lunch, and steak and a salad for dinner. So uh, he basically he was keto, keto before keto yeah, was cool. Exactly. He should have did a chicken and salad. Like <laughs> That's what I was wondering. Why didn't he have his roast yeah. chicken? Like, he could have yeah. still had that. Yeah. yeah. Just didn't know any better. Someone told him this is how it worked. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Why don't you get the roast chicken? What if I have chicken? I have to have a bowl of wine. And boiled ham. Yeah, boiled ham. Pork's already kind of like pork sketchy anyway. Yeah, and then you're boiling it. Unless it's like fucking like chili verde. Like, I have trouble yeah. even with that, dude. Really? Like, yeah, I don't know anymore. Like, sometimes because it's like it's fatty, and then I like look in there, and then it, it kind of fucking. You gotta gets get in my some head. good. You gotta get some good chili verde. No, I like chili verde, but when you yeah. look in there, I just think about like boiling chunks of fucking mm. pig. It's gross. Yeah, it's when you think I mean, about it, it. just think about it as human. Yeah, like, as a yeah, person that helps. Yeah. It does. He just eat that shit up. I watched Maddox. He got a. He wanted a, a, a rotisserie chicken or whatever mm. the other day. 
and he got one and he was just fucking sitting there with like a leg, dude. He just had, he's like, that's the part I want, this fucking chunk. And he was just sitting at the table. He's like, you want to buy this? And I was like, oh, no, dude. Yeah. I think it's because I have chickens too. That, so that's starting to bother me a little bit. I had dogs that still I eat dogs. Not- <laughs> it's the ignorance is bliss. I got to fucking have like. You're not eating your chickens. It's some other fuckhead's chickens. Like I that know. was a stupid chicken. That was a he stupid got chicken. Caught. That's yeah. true. They got caught. Got caught. Yeah. They were born caught. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he, which I didn't know this, he ended up uh, uh, reaching out to John Steinbeck, who was like literary star at the time, and is like, hey, I'd like you to write a script for me. And he's like, sure, Alfred Hitchcock. Um, and he writes a script for Lifeboat. And uh, apparently he was so unhappy with the film that he asked his name to be removed from the credits, but the uh-huh. studio wouldn't do it. And I can't, I mean, of course he was like John Steinbeck, one of the greatest American novelists writes a screenplay for Alfred Hitchcock. And then one he of changes the greatest, it. And he changes it yeah. to make it a great film. And John, uh, you have two geniuses like, that's trying not to my, share. No, yeah. that's not what the character that wasn't what do. I wrote. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So of course they butted heads, yeah. you know, um, uh, but then also, um, in, in that movie, since it was, it took place on a lifeboat, um, and there were only so many characters, like that was the only set was mm. a lifeboat. So Alfred Hitchcock couldn't put himself in the movie. So he put a newspaper on the lifeboat with a picture of him before and after with, when he was super fat to, oh, his, wow. to his weight loss. And it was an advertisement that the camera sort of ling- lingers on as it pans over for Reduso, the obesity slayer. <laughs> and um, people started calling the studio Asking to like find out Reduso. how to get Reduso. Uh, like he's this. like, yeah, just stop eating. Reduce, <laughs> reduce show eating, yeah. motherfucker. That's what he said. Yeah. It's a fucking pound yeah. of coffee and a steak, bitch. Yeah. Like, um, uh. Coffee's so good. He probably took laxatives for sure. He handcuffed himself yeah, away from sure. the cabinet and took for laxatives. Sure. Yeah. Um, I was laxativing myself with that MCT oil. <laughs> yeah, that should get, get you. <laughs> if I'd have known you started that, I would have gave you a heads yeah, up. Yeah, I didn't that know. That will get you. It took a couple of days, but... Because uh, you step it up, you're like, if, if a little bit's no, good, Nah, I just better. did a tablespoon, like it said. Yeah. It said on the thing, is like, fucking one serving tablespoon. I'm like, cool, coffee. Water you know? butt. No, it wasn't that bad, but it was like, goob, goob, goob. You know, the stomach and then the next day and you're like, fuck, like I'm like, man, like something's getting at me. And then like the third day I was just like fucking like went from like, you know, halfway solid shits to like just fucking, yeah, just fucking yeah. pissing on my ass. I'm like, I'm not sick. I'm like, the only thing I've done, I'm taking these vitamins, take that shit. And I look, and I'm like, it's like chili verde after that. Yeah. Man. I was like, I'm yeah. fucking, yeah. Fucking, yeah. Some shredded, some, beef. Uh, shredded beef. Yeah. Yeah. Just, <laughs> maybe take that one once a week. Yeah. No, I just cut it back to like a fucking teaspoon. Instead of a tablespoon. Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah. I mean, it's so, nice to clear yourself out, you know. Sure. But not permanently. No. <laughs> like, now, you don't have you don't have anal seepage. Like, no, when you start no. getting the anal seepage. Yeah, that's the. Like, you um, know, when you need um, the man Alexa, pond. What was that? Oh, no, allied. Well, al- al- allied, active ingredient yeah. in that shit was. Oh, Alestra. Alestra, Alestra, yeah. 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 So he even left at home. Don't eat nothing because that's fucking. Right. <laughs> he always so he paired up with a lot of some of the best in the world. Like at one point, he wanted to do a dream sequence in a movie called Spellbound, and he got fucking Salvador Dali to come in and direct the that's dream crazy sequence. Those cross paths. You always feel like I don't know when did when did he die? Salvador Dali. Dali. 
I want to say in the 70s. Yeah, it seems too current. I yeah. feel, it feels like he's further back. Yeah. But no, he had him. And apparently the dream sequence, I've never seen it, but apparently the original cut was 10 minutes longer. Did Dolly and draw the studio things? was like, like no. Like <laughs> What's that? Did he draw things for it or he just designed it? Like, I think he, he like, directed it. So he probably dreamed the whole thing up. He probably drew the picture board, you know, the storyboards. Yeah. Um, I wonder if those are for sale somewhere. Like there's like Dolly Alfred Hitchcock storyboards. Like what a weird crossover. So se- the sequence was designed by Salvador Dolly. So he must have. Drawn I'm sure stories. they were in collaboration and he right. was like, what would yeah. you do visually? Because there's a thing in Vertigo. And when I saw it, I was like, oh, this must be the part done by Dolly. Because there's a little, melting clocks. There's like a two minute segment in the middle. Where you're shit. like, what the fuck? And then I was like, oh, wait, that's a totally different movie. But. So I'm I'm curious to see what that one looks like. So he did Strangers on a Train, which was huge. Um, and that one, he got uh, Dashiell Hammett to write. And then it got taken over by Raymond Chandler, who became like the two biggest like detective, like Sam Spade, like uh, all those old detective movies and, and novels. Yeah. Like these two were writing them. They were the that most his famous. First, that was his first porn. Yes. The Strangers on a Train. <laughs> yeah. His- so basically he like contacts the two most popular <clears throat> crime novelists in the world and is like, Hey, you guys want to work on a script for me? And they're like, yes, Alfred. So he's like pulling yeah. like the biggest stars, the biggest people, you know, backstage like and on stage. Yeah. The crime, the kind of crime is more his forte. It is. You know, so like that, that would fit more than the other guy. Crime and psychological, yeah. Yeah. you know, stuff. Which the lifeboat, I guess, like that, that's pretty psychological to be stuck on a lifeboat. And I'm whatever, sure there's twists know. and turns. Yeah. And um, unless I'm thinking of a different movie, I think it might be that it's a, and I might be 100% wrong. I acknowledge that in, in, in advance. I know there's a movie that takes place in a lifeboat. And it's like a lifeboat from an, um, like that was from an American vessel sunk in the war. Mm-hmm. And one person on the boat is a Nazi spy. And it's like the oh, whole thing yeah. is unraveling, trying yeah. to figure out who Which the spot kind so, of a murder mystery. I don't know if yeah. that's this movie, but that sounds it like it would be, be yeah. you know? Um, so he hits his peak years in 1954. He does dial M for murder rear window to catch a thief. He starts to run Alfred Hitchcock presents on television, which again, he's a fucking innovator. So he goes from, from silent pictures to be the first ones doing talkies. He's one of the first ones to do color, uh, films. Um, and by the way, psycho, which I didn't know this color film was completely the norm. And he filmed psycho in black and white because he had to pay for it himself. Right. Mm. No studio would back the and he story. He still spent a lot of money. He still spent a lot of money, but he filmed it in black and white because black and white film was dirt cheap compared to color film. Hmm. Probably makes a lot of things easier to pull off too. Probably. Like, like the blood was chocolate. Well, I think yeah, I think in syrup. I think in horror too, like mm. black and white is like it works. Yeah, just like I mean, just like doing a, a horror movie now, it, gritty. You know oh, what I mean? Show, like kind of like a, kind of a boobs. grindhouse. In that yeah. fucking movie. I was like, damn, when did they start selling like nude like nudity? Apparently it was psycho. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, they had, they had porn magazines and, and yeah. you know, in risque film, comics though. and stuff. And Barbarella like, was in the sixties yeah. and that was, I mean, it was brief and like kind of hidden, but you saw it. Like yeah. it was like, Whoa, I can't believe they yeah. did that. I feel like that wasn't a thing back then. And even in uh, the fucking rear window or whatever, that shit was, 
there's just some chick bending over constantly mm-hmm. in the fucking apartment in front of him, just like yeah. running around in her panties and shit, just yeah. constantly bend over scenes. Like she's bending over for no reason mm-hmm. other than for the entertainment. That's just for it. views. Yeah. 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 So um, he creates the show, um, the which ran for 10 years, which is fucking legit. <laughs> like you're making yeah. a shitload of money yeah. on a successful 10 year run on a TV show. Yeah, if you pull off a podcast for 10 years, it's good too. I heard <clears throat> that's right. Almost. Yeah, there. That's right. We're almost done it. Well, if you think about it, see like, like him, you know, paving a path for showing nudity and, and doing stuff like that. Right. Like you said, like the, mm-hmm. the, that's, that's innovative in itself. Cause he knew, that people would watch it. You know what I mean? Right. Like he, he probably right. knew it was some sort of, he was a marketer right. from the beginning. You know what I mean? So and it's like, and even a, knew a movie about murder sells. is like psycho. It's like, yeah. it all hinges on a murder. Right? Yeah. Like, it's not like it's some psycho who kills 37 people. Yeah. It's like, because it's the psychological build yes. yeah. that, that he specializes in, you know? Yeah. I think he also just had an artistic vision that is like going to see it through and not yeah. let anything like, you know, moderation, like, stop it or censor yeah. it anyway. He's just like, right. this is the movie I want to make. Yeah. And if, so, that, if you're going to, if you're going to murder a chick in the shower, you're probably going to see her tits. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. With psycho, it was um, actually based and a lot of his stuff is based on novels. So psycho is actually based on a novel called psycho uh, written by Robert block, which was based loosely on Ed Gein. I saw that. Mm-hmm. Like the story of Ed Gein broke. This guy studied Ed Gein and wrote Psycho, which is really nothing like Ed Gein. No, there was a lot less nipple but, belts. Yeah, a lot, a lot fewer nipple belts. Yeah, but but if you're looking at the psychological aspect of yeah. it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like what what would make a person, you know, do some weird shit? And uh, so apparently, most people consider Psycho to be the first horror film. Um, that's you know, a real twist you, in you that one. You see the the fucking murder on screen, and it's you know filmed in such a stark way, and like no one had seen anything like it before. It's so black and white, <clears> like dark that I was like, he goes through in a car in the swamp or whatever. And I was like, is that like a fucking tar pit? Is it water? Like what is it? Like I wasn't sure. Like it's mm. so dark, you couldn't even really tell if it was water or not when he was <laughs> trying to sink a car. I was mm. like, fuck it. So it was, he made a shitload of money on Psycho. No one would back it. Um, he used his film crew from his TV show after hours. And, they were and already, the actors too, right? And the actors. Yeah. They were yeah. already filming on the Paramount lot. Yeah. So they built the house, which is still there. The Psycho house is still. Oh, really? It's still on Universal Tours. Oh, that's cool. When you go on. Because it's like, it's like this little I neighborhood where they actively film. Like Universal Studios is like because what you're else going, did they get used for? Probably a lot of stuff, right? Not much, man. Let's it's see. kind of the Bates Hotel or the hotel isn't there. It's the house, the Bates yeah, house. The house up on the thing, but it's yeah. like there's this little neighborhood, and then up the neighborhood, there's just the Bates house is yeah. still <laughs> is still there. Um, but yeah, so he made um, he spent uh, eight hundred thousand dollars getting it filmed, and then once it came out, it made. Um, he made $15 million Jesus, on it. That's a pretty good penny back then. And then he um, swapped his rights to Psycho um, and his TV show for 150,000 shares of MCA. And he became the third largest shareholder um, in the company and became his own boss at universal pictures. Nice. Fantastic. So Smart. a movie that I produced on my own fucking dime 
that I just made $15 million for. I'm giving you the rights to that movie and my TV show. And now I'm my own boss at the studio and I can film whatever the, no one's going to say no, not with that twist ending. Cause mm-hmm. I'm the fucking boss. Yeah. I own a third of the studio, bitch. Like that's such a baller move. Um, smart. And then he makes the birds. Um, and, uh, apparently the, um, tippy Hedren, the lead female, had a breakdown and they had to stall filming because in the attic scene, which took two weeks to film, Dude, it was terrible. terrible. Well, the she scene was, wasn't great though. Like at the cost yeah. of what? Yeah. So she's in the attic getting attacked by birds. So it was her. Um, Cause someone that when the kids are running, I was like, how are they doing that? It's like a fake bird on a stick, like puppets when they I just show their heads, but it looks like real birds. Like sometimes it was like pretty yeah. convincing. And some of it's a weird, like overlay fucking yeah, horoscope yeah, yeah, yeah. weirdness, but that fucking part, it's so like this scene. So open she's the goddamn door weeks, and walk out of the attic two weeks. She's in the attic. Um, it's her and the cameraman and two bird handlers that are wearing like full protective bird gear mm-hmm. that are standing next to cages of birds and they're uh fucking throwing the they're just throwing birds at her like ravens and crows throwing live birds one of them was an ncaa pitcher (laughs) yeah and they're perfectly perfected and she's not and it took two weeks to to film the scene eventually they ended up they were flying away from her too soon so they could never get the shot which is why it was taking two weeks so they ended up tying one leg of the bird to, um, to a nylon uh, string you couldn't see that was tied to the inside of her clothes. It's like little bungees like yeah. coming out of her sleeves and the birds are so trying to get away. So now the birds are trying to get away and bouncing back into frame and cutting her and they eventually cut over her eyelids so much that she was bleeding and she had a mental breakdown and the doctor was like, she's not coming back to That's set. That's the real deal. So okay. they had to stop filming for a little bit um, in the birds. Um, was he stalking her or the other girl from Psycho? I think it was her because so there's a 2012 HBO film um, called The Girl, and it's all about her experiences on the set. And she claimed that he was completely stalking her on the set and like built a ramp from his office to her dressing room. The Hitchcock was that Hitchcock was Uh, like it was based on. I think it's based on a. What was her name though? Tippy Hedren. Yeah. See, I mean Hitchcock Hedren. Uh Like, yeah, it's going down. Yeah. 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 Well, what'd she expect? Yeah. yeah. No tip of the so, head. So, um, know? in 62 for his, in 1962 for his 63rd birthday, he let the French director Francois Truffaut do a 50 hour mm. interview, um, that took eight days and he agreed to answer 500 questions and it took four years to, to transcribe and organize 500 questions. Everything. Who even came up with 500 questions? 50 yeah. hours. Yeah. That's some bullshit. Um, it took four years to transcribe and get through all of it. But it was published in 1967. Um, they must have thrown some yes or no questions in there. That's a lot of questions. Yeah. That's a lot of fucking questions. Um, <laughs> I don't I think I have 500 to... answers about me. Like, oh, you, you know do. what I mean? Like, you get talking. 500? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You get that's talking. A lot. You get talking. Yeah. What's your favorite ice cream flavor? Exactly. Mint chip. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then also Vertigo, uh, comes out and, uh, what's the other one that I just watched? North by Northwest. North by Northwest. And I was North it's North by Northwest is weird. 
it's like the main character. Aren't they all though? Is, it's, no, it's just his reaction to everything is weird. It's Cary Grant. And it's like when I'm wa- I was watching it and realizing, cause I was like, Oh, this shares a lot of, it's like a, I mean, no spoiler here. It's a, in the first five minutes of the movie, this guy gets mistaken as a spy mm-hmm. and then gets stuck in this crazy cross country chase, you know, um, and he's trying to find out who the real spy is and people are trying to kill him and like all this. Uh, enemy, like enemy in the state. Yeah. yeah John Wick. And, no, John Wick, um, that's revenge. Exactly. No, no. But the I was exactly the same hmm. as Blade Runner. It's same like thing. Blade Runner. He's trying to kill replicants. You just played his heartstrings. Yeah, he did. Out. It worked well. The whiskey glasses <clears> went <throat> right for it. Um, but I was watching it and I was like, wow, this is, this is, this does spy stuff as good as any Sean Connery mm-hmm. era James Bond movie. Or My Spy. Have you seen that? I have not seen that. Have you seen My Spy? Spy Kids. No, no My Spy. It. No, I've not seen it. Pretty good. My mm. spy something. It's got the dude from. Uh, My spy something. Green. It's got the dude from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, fucking Drax. Oh, I love him. He's really. Yeah. yeah. Dave spy Batista. Spy. Yeah, Dave Batista. <laughs> Have you seen that weird fucking movie he did? The oh man, what Where the fuck is it called? No. Like they, he goes and he's wasn't like, he the dude in Kickboxer? Uh, I don't think so. Oh no, he was. Yeah. He was. No, it's, it's like a, crazy. Man. I didn't even get to finish watching it. It's fucking weird. I kind of want to finish watching it, but it's like. uh he, it's like the beginning of the movie, he's like talking to this little kid and he's like dressed all like kind of nice and he's kind of weird and he's like sitting on the bench talking to this kid and you get it, some weird ass vibes like happening. And then they go and him and a couple other people like break into the house and like the kids, he's, he has gay parents, but I don't think that has anything to do with it, but they're just <laughs> gay parents. But, I'm going to mention it though. Well, it's like yeah. a thing. Like yeah. they're in there, and like the dads, because I'm like the dads are fighting. Like, and he's saying, "Hey, one of you guys have to die. Yeah. You guys have to pick who." He's That's like, "We fuck. don't want to do this. It's fucking weird. Like, it's a weird ass movie. Like, huh. like it's like an end of the world type movie. Oh, and uh, damn, I have up. to fucking think of the name of it. it. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you just look up Dave Bautista, it's gonna yeah. come up. Uh, but it's fucking weird. Like, I was like, "What the fuck is happening with this movie?" He's actually a really fucking good actor. He's fucking hilarious in Guardians of the Galaxy. But even like, even though it's not a long role, like his role in Knock Cabin, Knock on the Cabin, yes, the Cabin, Knock at the Cabin. We'll have to check it out. It's it's is that Andy Sandberg or whatever? No, no, it looked like him in the preview. Sure looked like him. But anyway, I was watching that movie and thinking this is as good a spy thriller as any James Bond movie. And I was like, but he's probably watched all the James Bond movies, so he, you know. But then when I really started thinking about it, I was like, oh, wait, this movie came out in fucking 1958. Like, I don't think the James Bond movies were there yet. Were there Ron yet. Weasley's in them. M. Night Shyamalan. Huh. That's who fucking. I don't like him, man. I don't know. But it's his hit mean? or miss. But it's got Bautista and Ron Weasley. Yeah. And, Weasley. and and he did. Uh, what's that show you liked? Uh, Fringe? Fringe. Yeah, he did Fringe. He did. Uh, what's the other show? It's like Fringe. Fuck the newer one. It might fucking burn me on some movies though, man. I don't like it's the movie thing. I think he like if he was fringe, he might have written like one episode. He wasn't like the head of the show. Oh yeah, he was. It was he JJ, wrote all of it. JJ Abrams. JJ Abrams. Same dude. Same, same dude. dude. Same guy. M Night Abrams. 
But anyway, like, I Night, yeah, JJ M. Night, sure. M. Night, M. Night Abrams a mom. The first doctor or the first uh, James Bond movie was Doctor No in 1962. So as I'm watching it, thinking, oh, this he saw this James, like James. I was Bond. like, no, James, James Bond, Bond was this. fucking seeing yeah. this and, was like, and like oh. fucking converting it. So it's I mean, Who it was wrote just James Bond, uh, Ian Fleming. Oh, that's right. Yeah. But just as I've watched his movies and I want to watch more, some of them I love, some of them I don't. Even the ones I didn't, I mean, the ones that I watched this weekend, I didn't love either one of them. Neither of them blew my mind, but I was kind of glad I watched them because they're very influential films. I've always wanted to. I've crossed them off my list. Yeah. Um, There's a couple other Hitchcock films I still want to watch. I think, I think regardless if they're good or bad, you can appreciate what people see in them. And you're going to be like, because I I think they're going to be weird because they're fucking 1958, 1962. that, That and also I think too, like people aren't, looking at him like, oh my gosh, these are the greatest like films of all time. He just did things in them that nobody else had done before. Right. And I think that's right. where you're picking out, you know, it's just like music. There might be a group or a band that did something. It's like, well, they weren't the greatest of all time, right? but they did some shit that nobody else was doing. And that's enough to kind of cement them in right. like infamy as, you know, these guys, you know, so, or, or girls, sorry. And or, what so it's do you guys know anything about vertigo no uh uh-uh. so opening premise i've had it before pol- p- cop um you can spoil it i like spoilers the cop like is very opening he's like chasing a burglar over the roofs in san francisco and another cop falls to his death and it shocks him and he gets vertigo and he like sort he of becomes fucking, mentally yeah. unstable and he has to retire from the police force because he has vertigo and these like psychological like issues yeah, yeah. And his friend from an old friend from college calls him and I'm just saying, okay, he's retired from the force. He's wondering what to do. And this, you know, friend calls him and says, Hey, I need you to do a job for me. My wife is possessed. Mm. Weird. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, that is not what I thought this fucking movie was. He's got to go fuck the demon out of it. And now it's like him as a private eye tracking down his friend's wife to see whether or not she's possessed. Uh, it's fucking weird. Huh. It's weird. And it just gets weirder. The twist that happens that. is so bizarre. It's like like eight never thought that twist yeah. was coming. And then even after the twist, it just keeps going in this weird yeah. psycho. It's just like this psychological. Now that I'm like thinking about it and reflecting on it, it's getting better in my brain well it's like eight millimeter meets all dogs go to heaven exactly it's pretty much the same that's exactly it that's a good i mean yeah that's where both those movies came from that's exactly what it's like so um richard little mermaid that yeah that's (laughs) a thing yeah Yeah. that's a thing Mm -hmm. so he died uh he got the american film institute lifetime achievement award in 1979 that's like getting your 10th degree uh black belt after you die he wasn't dead yet Oh. It wasn't dead yet. So 1979, he gets the AFI Lifetime Achievement Award. Died. And in 1979, he's knighted by the queen. Well, he dies soon thereafter. And then he uh, dies like I four knew months. He, was dying. he dies yeah. four months later. Uh, um, that was nice, though. He got, his, sleep, got his credit. Died in his yeah. sleep. Got to be a Sir Alfred Hitchcock and, you know, got his Lifetime Achievement Awards and won a bunch of shit. So. Maybe that's why he died, because they gave him that award. Maybe. He was just waiting. So, okay, so my advice is if you like cinema and you like older films, you should definitely watch some of the classic Hitchcock films. But my 
I suspect if you like cinema and classic films, you've probably already watched yeah. a lot of Hitchcock films. But interesting director. It's in, I love seeing, you know, because again, you're going to see stuff, and if you don't know cinema, like even the effect that he does to show yeah. the vertigo, where you see that weird pan where the camera's moving forward and backward at the same time oh, somehow, yeah. mm-hmm. but nothing, I guess he invented that. Like the Ken's whatever burns that technique effect. is called. The Ken Burns effect with, with film. I don't know. It's I don't even different know than that. It. It's like a perspective thing. I know what Dave's talking about. They, like, they, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, they'll lock like the camera yeah. on a spot, yeah. and then they pan the camera forward but move it back in equal measure. Yeah, so yeah, It looks yeah, like yeah, the yeah, film yeah, is yeah, stretching. Yeah. Yeah. But the focal point is the same, but yeah. the edges are changing. Yeah. And like he developed that technique to achieve the vertigo. And now it's in fucking everything. Yeah. Um, like but, when they do like a, like it's like a suspenseful. Yeah. And you get that weird pull, pull out. Yeah, yeah. That was, that was his jam. I make that noise when I pull out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the visual I, I, uh, I, I did with the that, harmonic effect yeah, yeah. with he that I'm done with Hitchcock I, yeah. I have nothing but to you know the movie reminds me and um, like if you really like like the psychological stuff of Hitchcock is you have to watch Pitch Perfect 2 oh yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, if you want you can watch one but two is where it's at yeah yeah. I mean the way that the, the twist when Falula shows up You've seen when it. they're in the pool. <laughs> you see, that motherfucker is funny. That motherfucker. I love is Fula. Funny as shit. I, I was surprised right there. I was. Like, <laughs> is that the one with the cup song? Or is that part one or part two? Where which they, one? Where they played the a cup song. song like, I think the cup song was part. Was part I think one. that was one. Yeah. So I've seen two. That. I think what happened was with two was that like the funny people saw that one was like, okay, this is low-key funny, because mm-hmm. like, it's so goofy that it's funny. Right. That fucking all of a sudden in two, David Cross is in it. Yep. They do an underground fucking like sing-off for the acapella groups. Is it's the, fucking funny. Is the like, swimming pool battle, is that in part two or part no, one still? I think that's Maybe one. I've only that's seen part, part one. one. I think that's one. I've they seen throw, both. They throw the burrito at Fat Rachel. That's still part that's one. one. Claire, I think I've only seen part to, one. Yeah. Claire loved those movies, so I, I've watched them Fat Amy. more than yeah, once. Fat Rachel. Falula's great. Falula's awesome. Falula like, sounds yeah. like a, a rap that you, I You don't know who Falula is? Falula Borg? He's in the Suicide Squad, too. Yeah. I just like his rants. He's like, I was on a walkie, walking with my legs, and I see these two transients, homeless, how you say homeless people? His Instagram, and just like, he's just so... he. He's super fucking smart and super funny, and he's German with a thick accent, and he plays dumb about everything as if he doesn't oh, know that, right. how to yeah. pronounce things or what right. the right word is, and he's just brilliant at exploiting that I character. I seen part two. I know my yeah. fucking daughter loved those movies, so yeah. I don't think I saw part two. Guys, got something. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah, Falula problems. I was walking this morning yeah, around here. And I see uh, two two guys, two guys. They are, I think, they are hobos, hobos, uh, you know, uh, men of the streets. And they are uh, making an argue, you know, fight, 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 not with uh, fisties, with mouth, mouthies, uh, just very rude and things. And then one man say, "Man, suck my dick." What happened? Is that the end of the clip? What? You? Why you say that? What? This is making no st- Why are you say this? This is a silly. This is a silly and danger. So you, you are saying to the man, listen, you, 
We are not friends. We have made established ourselves from all of these argumentatings prior. But please now take my most valuable a sensitivity pulsation in my body. It have no protection. It have no helmet or something. No, no. It's just flopsy and, and, and sensitivity. Please take it because we are not friends. What? Uh, and place it inside now a hole of you that is owning many, many uh, objects for crunching and destruction. <laughs> Please, I trust you for zero reasons. Also, we are fighting, but no, I would like this you to take my pee pee please and treat it like a lollipop as I have requested here. Treat it like a lollipop. Of course you shall do this. You shall love That's funny, little. like literally like taking uh, that out of context. Yeah, like, no, he's great. Yeah, why, he, what? what? <laughs> it possesses many things that it owns for crunching and crushing. Lollipop. <laughs> I, uh, I'm starting a new thing on the live feed where the best comment stays up because you can put the Facebook comments up on the live feed. Oh, can you? So it stays mm-hmm. up on there. So right now it's uh, Artie and he said, the three of you dose with laxative, laxatives and handcuffed to a pole is my sexiest fantasy. Mm. So if you can outdo Artie on the feed at any given time, your comment okay. goes up on the live feed. Okay. All right. So that's it, right? Let me get in there. Yeah. Oh, Brad's got <laughs> oh, no. I'm watching. While we're, we'll, I'll do the sponsors and we'll see what Brad's got. <laughs> Um, we are part of the Podbelly Podcast Network. Uh, you can go to podbelly.com and check out cool podcasts like Super Garbage Day Podcast with Brian Ross. Um, he does a uh, generally weekly, I think, weekly podcast um, about retro gaming. So they uh, they pick a game. Him and his uh, counterpart play it. I don't think they always beat it, but uh, they do play it. Um, and uh, Dave Dave's pretty sad still. He's pretty hurt, Brian, because his favorite game was on there and you didn't mm-hmm. invite him. Mm-hmm. How's, so, he to know? How's he doing? How's he doing that? You should know if he's a fan, he'd know. Do his homework. Do his fucking homework. He knows our whiskey's good. Yeah. I'm not mad at you, but I'm sad about it. Yeah, he's hmm. sad at you. Not mad at you, but sad at you. Yeah. Yeah. So check out Super Garbage Day podcast. Also check out uh, Art and Jacob Do America and uh, Robots for Ice podcast at podbelly.com. Um, also, we are brought to you by our primary sponsor, Elio Kateko Hot Sauce. Every week we give away what we call a hot sack or hot box. Um, we look through social media and find people that have mm-hmm. uh, posted. Just like Dennis Flanagan this week. Yeah, Dennis Flanagan. Yep. Yeah. Steve Fusen. No, it's not Steve Fusen. <laughs> It's, what was his name? Dave Filoni. Dave, no, yeah, it's not Filoni. That's Filoni Bloney. No, that's Bloney. <laughs> nah, who was it really? It's right there. Give him one more shout out. Dave Fasten. Yep. Fasten. Fasten. It's Fasten your seatbelt. Once Fasten your seatbelt. Is it F A U or F A F O? Oh. That's the only way I'm going to know. Oh, okay. Okay. Once the Fasten your seatbelt. So check out El Yucateco. Um, it's available at most major grocery stores. Uh, you should be able to find it at Walmart, Target, um, not Albertsons because they fucking suck, and not lame, Vons because they're lame. they're related. Albertsons, they're ugly cousins. They got bad ethnic sections yeah, there. They don't. That's a white people grocery store. Yeah, you it's, like, go to it's like a, it's like a Puerto Vallarta in Mexico. It's not really Mexico. Uh, we're gonna get defamation suit from Albertsons. No, all all they got to do is sell yeah. you take All they yeah. need to do, yeah, be yeah. better. It's, this could all stop. Mm-hmm. You carry Teco. And it's not slander because it's all true. It's all true. You know, it'd be awesome if we started like a campaign and got a grocery chain to carry the hot sauce. Like we, could. we could do that. Yeah. I think we should get on that. Yeah, like Kroger's hates that. black people because yeah. they don't carry Oyuki Teco. Yeah. yeah. That's perfect. We're not going to take that approach. Like maybe we could come with a. Well, what are they going to do? Hate like, on us for Popular it? demand like, or something might be better. Whatever works. And caving yeah. to racial pressure. <laughs> 
I think that's working right now. <laughs> I think that's work. yeah, that works yeah. right now. Yeah, they hate gays. Yeah. So, yeah. but uh, anyways, check it out. Find it We're at your local grocery store. If you do find do. it, take a picture. Uh, if you find it and you purchase it, then use it. Make some kind of kitchen creation and post that and tag El Yucateco and tag us. Um, if you can't find it in the grocery store, you can go to shopelyucateco.com. If you're not in the United States, you can go to mexgrocer.co.uk. If that's for some reason still not working for you, you can just Google it, and there is distribution almost everywhere. Yep. And if for some crazy reason all of those scenarios don't work, um, get in the group on Facebook and message somebody, and they will, they'll fucking mail it to you. That's how hard our cult is. Rock hard. You can, you can literally like order, diamonds. order it, though. They're like, like diamonds, though. Someone will trade you. Steve Foster will trade you whatever your local shit is hmm. or whatever his local shit is, which happens to be Teco. So he'll send you a bottle for no damn reason. Steve Foster will do all kinds of stuff. He will, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. I mean, real yeah. cheap. <clears throat> I wasn't going to list everything, you know. Yeah. He'll do it. anything. It's kind of like, what would you do for a Klondike bar? Mm-hmm. With yeah. him, it's what would you do for a bottle of Teco? Yeah. And it's a pretty extensive so list. He'll do it. Yeah. So check that out, and uh, if we choose you and find you through our exhaustive research weekly mm-hmm. um, and choosing the victor, um, it could be you, and you could be lucky, and we'll send you a bunch of techo shit. So um, if you've previously won a hot sack, uh, Frankie Pigeons has her name and should be reaching out shortly, um, thanks to Dave's filing system. Mm-hmm. He's got a very, very precise and efficient filing system um, that keeps track of those names, and yep. then I go back and get that and relay it to Frankie Pigeons, and mm-hmm. you get your prizes. So check that out. Also check out Print Dirt Cheap. You go to printdirtcheap.com to get stickers and or printed goods. I did notice today, uh, the beginning of this summer, She'll be the final summer for my SK sticker. Eight years it took for it mm. to look like it is high contrast. Oh. It, the colors have shifted mm. this year. They lasted for is it peeling? seven years. It's not peeling. Not though, peeling. But it Just turned fucking shift. wild. Like, yeah, the colors shifted weird. Like, the, mm. the whites got dark. Must the dark got white. Vinyl, you know, yeah. yeah. Seven year. That's still pretty good. That's though. our new website. Go to sevenyearvinyl.com. <laughs> <laughs> but check out Printer Cheap if you need good stuff. I mean, that sticker lasted a fucking long time yeah, in dude. brutal Bakersfield. Yeah. Um, it has finally, Nothing lasted finally started to fade. You just see some uh, business signs around here. They're fucking terrible. Yeah, yeah. Dan, Dan Camrillo's yeah. sticker. That's no, just fucking gone. flopping off there. That shit's toast. It was gone. toast years ago. Yep. Yeah. I still kick my ass, but a sticker toast years yeah. ago. Not in board shorts, though. Yeah, not in board shorts. Traditional no, rules. No. Yeah. Different. I may have been on uh, performance enhancing supplements during those uh. battles. <laughs> Just to be uh, completely transparent. Yeah. Well, so is he. Transparent like my shorts. Yeah. Um, Just be honest. So, yeah. so is he. Yeah. That's it's fair as fair. He yeah, was. Fair as fair. And I still won. That's so, right. So, yeah. Take that, Dan. Um, check out two day banners. If you need a banner and you need it in a short amount of time, they can get it to you in as little as two days at twodaybanners.com. Um, also check out Jimmy D's Tees across all social media platforms and at jimmydstees.com. Um, he does sell stuff and he does make stuff. And some of the stuff he makes is on our website at sofakingpodcast.com forward slash shop. Also check out the Mindframe podcast across all listening platforms. And uh, that is all I have. They've got. Dave's got a good filing system of patron names. Yeah. Well, I have a good filing system, <clears throat> but the fact that I had to use the filing system to get you those names means that my filing system got moved to the garage oh, oh, or, or to my office, and I don't mm. have the patron list. So mm. we'll, we'll your thank garofis. you, my garofis. Thank you, patrons. Like garofis, uh, an well, office garage yeah, called garofis. Garofis. I love it. But we will uh, give shout-outs on the next next episode. On Reddit, go to r forward slash Sofa King Podcast. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, we are at Sofa King Podcast. Personal Instagrams, I'm at Raised with Wolves. I have Sofa King Grant and Sofa King Dave. And as always, don't be a retard. Yeah.
Thank you.